Ladies and gentlemen, may I present for your intellectual and philosophical pleasure Run Fast on Raw Dog Serious XM Comedy Hits Channel 99 It's the Ron and Fez Show, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Ron Bennington, Fez Watley, uh, also joined today by our producers. Uh, For the first time ever, both of them came in on the same day and on time. Uh, Chris Stanley's here. Hi. Chris, thanks for coming in today. It feels different being here on time for once. Um, and you're going to be here the rest of the week? Yeah, I'll be here the rest of the week, yeah. And all the rest of next week? Mm, I'm going to be missing one day next week. Ugh. So glad I don't have a drinking and drug problem. And, um, well, they call him the Boy King, uh, the one and only Shelby Lynn. Shelby, good to see you. No funny hat today. You've got the hair nice and greased up. Got it all nice and styled. You're styling, you're profiling. You look good. Gelling like a felon. I don't know what that means. I'm uh, gelling. It's gelling my hair. And I'm a convicted felon. I thought that you were gelling when you put those things in your shoes. I thought that was gelling. That's Need arch support. Yeah. It does feel nice. You know, just to have something nice and soft to sit on. It's like walking around in a bouncy house is what I like to say. It makes every day a bouncy day. That's, uh, I say walking on sunshine, and I put that on loop in my headphones and just walking on drive sunshine. myself crazy for hours. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just burn it into my brain. I would love to work on Madison Avenue. Give me one fucking product, I'll give you a great ad campaign for it right now. Any product. A real product? Or yes, a real product. Uh, Snickers. Okay. Snickers. Don't tease black people with it. Snickers. I'm hankered for a Snickers right now. Your stock is shooting hey, for the roof. Careful, that's a 15-yard penalty. <laughs> um, I said Snickers! Snickers! Penalty, Seahawks, naming candy, 15 yards. Is it? Did the 15-yard penalty for the N-word go through? It hasn't passed yet. Good. Still being discussed. I hope it doesn't. Because I find it to be racist. Since it's black people saying it to black people, and now little white men are going to tell them what they can call each other. 
That's fucking racism. No, I have you no don't. problem with them getting uh, penalizing for slurs. It shouldn't be just delegated to the N word. What other words do you want? Well, there's gay slurs as well that could be thrown out there. Which ones? I think we all know them. But, uh, I mean, how many are there? Um, well, there's th- three that I can think of. All right, what are they? All right, there's faggot. Right. There's cocksucker. <laughs> Cocksucker's anti-woman. Women suck cocks. More women suck cocks than any fucking gays. The majority of people in the world probably suck cocks if you take all the gays, all the women, put well, them together. since there's 51% of the the world is women, um, but a lot of them do not suck cock. Mm-hmm. Where I think 100% of the gays... Oh, yeah. Practicing gays. Excuse me, Fez. Sure. Fez is a gay who will not give oral because he doesn't have sex. I noticed that Ryan Clark was, like, speaking out on this at the Steelers, and it seems like his name comes up in every controversy. Right. Like, the marijuana, concussion, this. He always has to get it out there. Whatever it is, he's fucking starting trouble again. You know, when they're dropping M-bombs on the field, I don't think they mean as slurs. It could also be camaraderie, Fez. You get a good hit in my... <laughs> yeah, a lot of times that's, you know, that's a positive thing. Or like it could just be put in, instead of like saying dude, you drop the end bomb, you know? It's kind of funny that you can run into someone really hard but can't call them a name. <laughs> you know what I mean? You would think it would be just the opposite. Trying to ruin it's, your livelihood. It's really the opposite of the sticks and stones rule that we learned as children. Or the sticks and stones weekend, which I still enjoy now. <laughs> Lady! First time Peyton Manning When you stop me up, you can stop me up on Sticks and Stones Weekend. With some Chris Stanley dropping Man- Manning references in the middle of the bit. Sticks and Stones Weekend. They penalize people for the N-word in the NFL. I really hope this uh, doesn't translate to the black family I'm living with now. We'd be penalty flags flying everywhere. You pay an extra run every month. $15 a month added on. I don't know how, but somehow they managed to use it as an adverb. I had no idea it could be even used that way. Beginning of the sentence, end of the sentence. That's all I hear. Uh, Hey, John, North Carolina, you're on the run of Fez show. Hey there, Ronnie B. First off, I want to say Chris Stanley sounds really good today. He sounds healthy. Yeah, I bet. I, he sounds like he's had sleep. I know. Somebody hasn't been up all night snorting blue meth, have they? I'm getting some extra season, yeah. Some extra well, keep C's. Keep it up. You're sounding great. That makes sense. Z's, I said. So you said C's. I said seasons. I can't speak English. You have extra seasons? <laughs> he had seasons in the sun. Um, hey, Ronnie B., um, I'm kind of, you know, uh, uh, upset with Fezzy, because I swear that Fezzy said he would never say fag or faggot again. And he just and then he did it, on. yeah. I just had to make a point well, about the NFL. Yes. I'm allowed to say it. I'm gay. Hmm. Technically, you've had as many gay experiences as Chris Stanley. Still didn't hear that third gay slur either. Yeah, what's the third gay? I, uh, homo. So homosexual is not a slur. Homo is. Yes. So stupid. You know what? 
I can't say anything. I don't want Michelle to run down here. But you couldn't be setting yourself up more to have people dislike you. What about queen? Look at you, you old queen. Or queer. Queer could be misconstrued. Quay? What about queer-sickle? <laughs> I'm a queer-sickle, know what I'm saying? That's a little impression I did. That one should be 20 yards. I think these should all be three-yard penalties. Come on, man. We've got to move that line. <laughs> it's a three-yard penalty. It's going to get worse as the, as the day goes on. Wait, did you just say Dago? No! Day goes on. Yeah, is it okay to call someone a dago? Was that should that get a penalty? That's a penalty. What about mm. filthy wop? Is that kind of bad, or how many penalty yards is that? Well, if they're going, how about you, boy? If they're going to do that, they should at least have the nerve to like when we see a hold or we hear a holding call, you get to see the replay of it happen and see exactly where the hold came in. They should at least have the guts to put it on the instant replay. What guts? Who has the guts? <laughs> someone, bu- someone mouthing the words. The NFL, if they're going to enforce this penalty, now if why they show you, it, then why don't you enforce the penalty in the stands? Because that's where you're going to hear it most of the time. Now, if we slow it down, you can see he's clearly saying <laughs> the hard er in the end there. This works out good. It helps people dislike gay people. <laughs> We've taken stuff that none of us can hear at home and made it worse for the gay people. So you're fucking sitting there watching an Eagles game. There's a penalty. You just turn around to the gay table. Why do you guys got to do this? You just cost us 15 fucking yards. Wait a minute. I must, I'm at a Patriots game. <laughs> oh, he's a transplant. He moved, yeah, there. Oh, yeah. he moved there for he work. He moved there as a boy, and then he still goes back summers to stay with his dad. <laughs> That's how it works. Uh, sports music helps. Big Fez Watley, ready to take the stick today, huh? Do the whole thing? Stick boy? I don't know if I'm ready to be stick boy today. Come on, Michelle believes in you. Yes, she does. They've gotten rid of the Got Milk ad slogan. The Dairy Farmers Association and the milk producers changing their slogan. Retiring Got Milk after 20 years. No more celebrities with milk mustaches on them. That's great. I love it. Screw that Got Milk campaign. It was old and stale. Well, now they have the new ad that they put out to show off the new slogan, Milk Life. Which is really a disgusting commercial. No, it's not. They should go back to the old got milk. Start putting uh, fake milk mustaches on celebrities again. If you watch this thing, it's people with milk exploding out the back of them. That's not jizz. That's milk. (laughs) There's a giant milk parachute. Oh, it's actually nauseating. I think can the cool. listeners at home see this? No, but well, you can see it on the iBang, yeah. See the setup I gave them? For the visual bit? Supportive. And milk life is a better term than got milk. It's like thug life. It's hip. It's fucking young. I think it's more like pop life, the way that uh, Prince did it. 
But you can't have, like, celebrities now in your ads with the little milk mustache. Now you'd have CGI I don't milk think it, I didn't even know that it had even been around for fucking... I don't know. Who was the last celebrity that did this? Eddie Van Halen? He's the <laughs> last one I remember. Seriously. I don't remember the last time this happened. I don't even know why we're selling milk. Who isn't aware of milk in 2014? Look, the milk board and the vitamin D people really want to push this. Family in Manhattan, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, what's going on, right? I, I just think it's, it's odd how, as you guys are going around the room and saying all these different, you said Diego, Wah, Guinea, all these different things. Never said Guinea. Okay, well, now I just did. I was thinking. <laughs> I knew you were. But when it gets to black people, it's just every, everybody goes right to N-word. Well, so because, that, that? because the other one can get you fired. Now, I was I was watching last night my favorite program, uh, pardon the interruption, and Wilbon was saying he thinks this is ridiculous uh, and says, I use this word every day of my life with the people that I use the word with. And then he said the word and was bleeped out on ESPN. We live in total fucking hypocrisy. But I can tell you, I don't think we're being hypocritical because we know we can get fired from one of the words and not the other. Exactly. We know one of them can create a firestorm. I'm not saying you're the hypocrites. I'm saying that the, the powers that be are hypocritical. Well, yes, because you never know when you're going to end up in the fucking bucket. And that's, that's where the hypocrisy comes from. And you have to be careful. Uh, and that's why I think if you really want to look at racism, a little white man in a fucking striped shirt penalizing two black men for what they call each other. If, if you were just to say which one of those is racist without knowing the <laughs> word, it would be fucking easy. Twelve years. It slave. would be easy. The fucking see this, and I brought this up on the O and A show today. Uh, that it's fucking hard to not look at the combine, the NFL combine, and not feel like you're seeing a modern day slave market when you're having people jump, run. Let's you know. How's Clowney's teeth? Oh, that's lovely. really racist. Jesus, Shelby. Clowney going in first. Yeah. Overall. Oh, first overall. Uh... No, he'll go, on the, he'll go early. He'll go top five. I don't think he's going to go first. He'll go it's, first overall. So Houston is going to bypass Johnny Football. Yep. Texas's own Johnny Football. And take Clowney and almost immediately have one of the greatest lines in history. If Clowney can fucking play, he couldn't last year. I think I even saw Outside the Lines. They did a whole last couple days, a whole report on the N-word. And then before the show even started, there was a like whole warning like, hey, this program you're about to watch contains explicit language like they're dropping f-bombs in it i remember the first the only time i saw that on regular tv is scared straight oh yeah <laughs> um which immediately became my favorite tv show ever you seem beyond scared straight um no i don't like is that the one that they um put stephen baldwin in <laughs> they've gone so far into this series stephen baldwin is now in it um, Scott, you're on the Run of Fez show. My question is <clears throat> two things. How could 
first of all, how could they prove you dropped the M-bomb? And if, and if they just said you did, I would come back and say, well, he called me one first, and then would the penalties cancel themselves out? Not necessarily, because they do these kind of things all the time if someone gives a ref shit. Um, Charlie, you're on the Run of Fez show. Ronnie B. Fez Wiley runs deep into the forest like Captain America, flanks around, drops him one shot. He sees the black stars. He's with Carcosa, the, the yellow king. Fez Wiley's the yellow king. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Did you get any of those uh, references, Fez? Uh, no, I did not. Well, you still got to stick to that. How are you feeling with it? Um, okay. You're doing great. You just don't want to read a lot of stuff, though. You want to be yourself. Right. You know? You want to be yourself. Chris Stanley, yesterday, uh, I leave here, uh, get into a cab. I have a cigar with me. The gentleman who's driving the cab goes like this. Hey, it's fine if you want to light that. Nice. Now we're living in real New York. <laughs> The fucking New York that we all fell in love with. Was it an older dude? Uh, no. Really? That's nice, man. So then I started to talk to this gentleman. By the way, I have a, an American cab driver, which is always an exciting thing. <laughs> and we're talking about tobacco, cigarettes, cigars. And he goes, mind if I light up? I go, please, help yourself. Let's sit and smoke like gentlemen. Finally, he goes like this. Hold on. Are you Ron Bennington? I recognize your voice. And I think to myself, the coolest cab driver I've had in a while on a Fez show. Fucking awesome. Yes. That's awesome. I wish we should look for this guy every day. Oh, well, I'll put an intern out there just looking for a white... You know, Which intern? Driver. I mean, Norris will probably be the easiest to get. One of them was going to run out and get me some breakfast, and neither one did. That's the world I live in. And you even told them to, Fess? Yeah. And they they refused? Yeah, absolutely refused. Why? I have no idea. Why did you take it? It's chilly out. You are the Yellow King, Fez. You're not answering me back. Now, I don't want to say anything bad, because I know you protect it. So, I'm going to stay cool with it. Um, Hey, Austin, what's up, buddy? Ron, um, my heart breaks for you, brother. I know this is the three-year anniversary of you uh, missing that umbrella, and we all miss it, man. And my umbrella, Ella, Ella, Ella. John, you're on the Run of Fez show. John, we got you, buddy? Yeah, I'm here. Go ahead. What can we do for you? Hey, uh, well, I got a whole bunch of stuff going on, Ronnie B. I'm a, I'm a huge fan, uh... Pepper, Shelby, Yellow King, everybody, how's it going? But uh, I'm recently, just uh, since December, I've had one pretty bad relapse since, and now I'm heading back to Shreveport, basically to my old life. Um, I'm going in for a divorce court, and uh, custody battle the whole bit, but I'm just kind of get a little little pep talk, a little boost to uh, get me through this this spot, because I'm, I'm kind of worried about what I'm going to do while I'm there. Uh, because it's your old life? Yeah, that's part of it. I mean, I'm, I'm going to Shreveport. There's casinos and, you know, the whole scene that I'm trying to get away from. Um, yeah, well, then oh, just don't go in, man. Well, also the stress of the divorce, too, so... I don't know if there's any little, uh... Yeah, here's the, here's the stress of the divorce for me. Fuck it. Whatever happens, happen. I would just let it fucking drop. I can't fucking control it. 
What do we say about control? Fuck it. Well, we don't say fuck it. What's the serenity prayer? You know what I mean? That whole thing is about learning not to fucking attempt to control the things that you can't. You're in this bad situation. Now, do you got a new life for yourself? I do. Then aim towards that, man. Don't fall back into the old world. All right? All right. I'm pulling for you, brother. If you ever want somebody to talk to, write to me at Ron and Fez at AOL. Ron and Fez at AOL. If you say, I'm going to go out and use or I'm going to go have a drink, write to me first. Just say... I'm going to go have a drink. You think it's a good idea. All right? I really appreciate it. Anytime. Ron and Fez at AOL. Chris, it goes for you, too. What? Every time before you have a drink, write to me. You get a lot of emails. Ding, 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 That's something you're happy with. Just saying. I'm being honest. You're not here Thursday, right? Next Thursday, no. So you would be open to an intervention on Friday. I <laughs> know. I would not be Hold open. on. Let me go over my notes here. Yeah. I'm trying to get enough people together. This doesn't sound good. Oh, it's going to be good. Really? You like the desert, right? Never been, actually. Well, you will be for 28 days. <laughs> what, wait, what, what? what? Dry heat. It seems fucking way too long. Do you like a dry heat? I don't mind it. I like a good wet heat. Oh, nasty. <laughs> Damp heat. That's the Florida heat. It's <laughs> wet, but it's humid. Because I'm stepping on you, and it's your stick day. This is your day to take over. Yeah. Take the fucking ball. Go to the goddamn hoop. Stuff it. I um I was glad to see Fred Armisen on the Tonight Show finally call out Sirius XM over the design of this building, where he talked about how the hallways are on the outside of the center of the building. The studios are on the inside, and when he visits here, he has to walk down the hallway covering his eyes because it's along a, a, a row of uh, windows really high up on the 36th floor. Not necessarily true. He could walk through the center part. There's plenty of places to get to without walking along the windows. The biggest problem is the stairs. Is when you're coming down the stairs, you are headed right towards a window. And it looks like, all right, if I trip on these stairs, I'm going to end up rolling over myself and right out the window, down 36 floors onto the sidewalk. There's a little, like, I don't know if you call it a ledge, and then really thick glass. I mean, you're not going to go tumbling through. It's, you have to, like, go over some more floor, and a little partition. I'm see. He's not. It's not like the glass is right up against the carpet, like full length windows. I don't know why he would be so freaked out. You can't see all the way down. You it's know, close when, you, when, you, when you have your phobias, you're going to find a reason to f- find phobic about it. You know, if you're afraid of escalators, you're going to think you're on a runaway escalator every <laughs> single time. Uh, hey, Max, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, how's it going, Ron? You sounded awesome today. On. Don't be Anthony channel there. Well, it was wonderful to stop by there, and then Wiki shut it down. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. That sucks. Yeah. Sorry, Bobo ruined your, your last time, too. I was really looking forward to hearing you over there. Well, I did enjoy that. I just I didn't want to throw rocks at Bobo, but, you know, you got to jump in and do what you uh, got to do. Yeah, are you guys going to start doing replays at all anytime soon? That uh, gets brought up. We're waiting for a new person to come in. And the way I always keep hearing it is yes, yes, yes. 
Uh, obviously, things have been working out really good here so far, so I imagine it will be uh, happening. All right, I hope so. I only get to hear you guys two days a week, so. Okay, my friend. I appreciate it. Peace. Big Fez Watley's got the stick today. How you feeling with the Fez? Um, not too good. I think I'm um, um, panicking a little bit here. Well, I'm very supportive of you. You always have been. Very supportive of your panic. Nurture that panic. On Oscar night this Sunday, you get your chance to win prizes with the tweet contest, tweeting your comments about the Oscars through the red carpet and the ceremony at Ron and Fez SXM. At Ron and Fez SXM. If your tweet gets retweeted on the Twitter page, you will win a big prize. Shelby will be uh, hosting that. All right, I'm going to follow along here. What's the uh, Twitter? It's at Ron and Fez SXM. It doesn't roll off the tongue, does it? It's a little trippy at the end there. At Ron and Fez SXM. That is and. A-N-D, not the ampersand either. So make sure you're following at Ron and Fez SXM. All right, since this is the first time that you're announcing this, Mm -hmm. let's explain it to people. It's not a live read. Let's explain it to people. Uh, It's going to be Oscar night, and when the uh, red carpet uh, ceremony starts... Everyone, all the stars walking the red carpet, and then through the actual Oscars itself, you can co- you can tweet your comments about the Oscars, any opinion you have on it, um, at Ron and Fez SXM. Just want to live a lot of people live tweet these big events like the Oscars. If you're going to do that anyway, just throw on at Ron and Fez SXM like you normally will in your comments. And if we like your comments, you're going to be retweeted, win a great prize. You better retweet some of mine. What's your Twitter handle? Well, it's Ron and Fez at SXM. Well, give I want to win something. Give the prize to ourselves? Yeah, to this fucker. <laughs> so that'll be a chance to win all night long on Oscar night. Um, like, I'm going to say this. There's one law I want to break. J-Law. Well, that might get me something. I think that would get you a prize. Yeah. Or I might say, who's that man hosting? Get it? Well, that's Ellen. Mm-hmm. Retweet me. I will not be retweeting that. <laughs> or Christian Bale, like, doesn't win that best Oscar. Christian Bale, epic fail. Is this your production, Fez, playing? Well, yeah, this is just uh, the Oscar music. Yeah, I'm saying. Yeah. This is a production piece to this? Mm-hmm. Sweet. Nice. One of my friends became an atheist recently. I said, hey, did you Christian Bale? We both had a good laugh. That is good. I'd like to hang out with you fucking fellas, yeah. you know, when the snark starts, you know? Him and his imaginary friends. Oh, why don't you call your fucking thing this? Snarknado 2014. <laughs> Did I tell you guys I saw Sharknado's 2 being shot on Broadway? No. no. How do yeah. you look? You know, I don't care tell. They were jumping around in a fucking cab. Is it Windy? No, like I think special effects are going to be at it later. Oh, ah, but they But the paparazzi was right up on them when they were shooting. Like they, you could hear the clicking during the scene. No one watched <laughs> the movie. Like when, when it premiered or whatever, Sharknado, the first one. No one watched it. it. Just got a ridiculous amount of people talking about it on Twitter, making fun of it. Why are you going to run everything down, Chris? I just I, I you know believe- Fez got to stick today. All right. Well, now sure. it sounds like they're attacking New York. So that's always that's always big in a disaster film. 
Sharks will be dropping on Times Square. It's right where they were shooting. It's a shark jihad. Hopefully there's a scene where they start, uh, the sharks drop out of the Sharknado onto Times Square, and then they start eating the uh, characters out there, the Elmos and the Cookie Monsters who touch people. Won't they just run to the buildings? Why do you got to ruin everything? Okay? This isn't Sunday night where you do your goddamn Twitter contest. This is fucking Tuesday night. Fez has got the stick. Take your time, Fezzy. It's all right there. Dead air is part of radio. <laughs> the blessed part. The ASIG wars have started. <laughs> Between the experts saying this is a gateway tool to smoking and the ones that are saying, no, this is a tool to help people quit smoking. It can't possibly be both ways. Well, it would be if some people are trying to quit smoking and other kids start to do it and then they think, hey, this is cool, I'll start smoking. Yeah, but they're not getting any nicotine or tobacco. But they're learning how to smoke, like the same reason why they got rid of candy cigarettes. I remember when I was a little kid, we had candy cigarettes, and we would be sitting around going, Does this, do I fucking look cool with this? And then I thought, you know what would look cooler? A real fucking cigarette. Upgrade. Upgrade that shit. Tastes better. Tastes better also. And then we'd go like this. In the future, we all go and go, what, what? <laughs> Instead of what we say now, give me five. <laughs> Down low. Too slow. Joe, Texas, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Ron Fez, this is good old Joe Buck. How you doing? Joe Buck from Texas. I'm up here in New York City, and I'm trying to find a place to eat, but my friend Rico keeps taking me to all these weird places. <laughs> I'm walking here! Hey, Rico, stop yelling. Yeah, you took me to this guy old Daniel's house, and uh, that wasn't the place to get a burger. I don't hear words saying. Someday we're going to go down to Florida, you know, get a lot of things going down there. Just when Joe had it all going up in New York. He's got his fucking partner shitting and pissing himself. You just made an unscheduled rest up. That's all. Now, look, mister, I got a sick boy here, and I got to get him to Florida. And you're going to give me that money. He could have been just banging young girls up there in New York all day long. I would love to remake that fucking movie. With you and Eastside Dave. That would be my fucking dream. Dave comes in from Jersey. You're the fucking New York guy. <laughs> you guys doing your podcast tonight? Yeah. Dave Max Sports Program on Riotcast.com. What are you going to be talking about? This Nick news that's everywhere? Hmm? What's going on with the Knicks? Nothing much. This is heartbreaking. Oh, you got that fucking gun uh, thing. The guy's chick uh, yeah. getting him busted. Yeah, his girlfriend, who I think he's, he's also still married, and he gets, um, it's just Felton, he just gets busted with a gun because he point, pulls one on her. It's good for the Knicks. He's fat anyway. He can't play. 
Oh, it's not good to see a guy go to fucking prison. It's good press for the Knicks. Because <laughs> you know the rest of them are like this. Do you think that could happen to us next? I mean, you think our fucking chicks will do stuff? It's hide your gets. The whole fucking title of that TV show should be Basketball Wives are Heinous. I'm going on and on. I'm jibber-jabber now. Big Fez Watley's got the stick. Um... What you reading? I'm trying to find something here. Hey, Salvador, you're on the Run of Fez show. Uh, Ron, million bucks. Million bucks. Uh, I'm thinking this might blow up uh, this whole N-word 15-yard thing. Might blow up uh, in the NFL's face because uh, did they ever think that they just created a new pejorative term? that people are already smart too. like i use the term uh you know me and my friends use the term 15 yarder just the, the other day uh to, to uh, refer to certain african americans in lighthearted good fun as people of italian descent usually do sure but th- this might blow up in their face actually yeah of course it does it all these things always have and then people of course will become offended by that phrase you know the racism spiral People are oddly racist. I wish they would all stop. I like to fucking put some pixie dust all over and make them stop, but I haven't had the chance to get down to Chelsea yet. <laughs> I'm jibber-jabbering around. You got something to read, Fuzz. Or if it turns out that we just don't get... If this penalty flag is being thrown so much, we don't even get a first down in a game. Ends up going to overtime. Some team ends up being uh, repeating first down. It's one and 150. Fez Watley riffing. They're there forever. They grow into old age. Yes, we know. The bit's over. The time capsule. Yes. The stadiums will become. Just stop it. Season changing. All right, fuckers. There was a running back at the NFL Combine um, from San Diego State. He left the Combine. He said he didn't have to work out or you know show off for anyone anymore because God had told him if he walks out now of the Combine, he will be drafted by the Seattle Seahawks. Which is amazing that God's putting him on the world champions. Well, just because you hear a voice that says this guy, are you sh- are you totally sure? I think it was ESPN he was just listening to. <laughs> he heard the Seahawks. He's like, that's a good idea. God sounds an awful lot like Mel Kiper Jr. to I'll, him. I, I'll listen to any fucking voice that tells me to stop doing sit-ups. <laughs> <laughs> that goes without saying. It's probably that voice in the helmet. Like, they can talk to people in the helmets now. God? I would do this if I was on the sign like, Breaker, one I rock Breaker. It's time to drop back here and throw one of them old pass as far as you can. It looks like smooth sailing from here on out. Shut up. Knows, every fucking... There is no pilot in America who's not Southern. They're all like, everybody sit back and take a second. We're all going to just sit back and we'll be there before you know it. Now I'm going to send some little gals out there to bring you some cocktails and some soda pops for the little ones. Holy shit, I just see a mountain straight ahead of me. I'm going to try to pull this fucker back. Nope, not going to have enough time. (laughs) 
We're going to take this thing up to God's country. <laughs> but you're never going to find anybody in there. Um, yeah, they're going to come back for some kooks in a little bit. <laughs> Before you know it, we're going to be landing down in Delaware and out in Philadelphia. And then probably going down to Dewey Beach. But we won't be going any closer to Ocean City. We'll be flying into Colorado in a couple of minutes. <laughs> it's going to be awesome. Oh, did you ever think that you could f- you could fly a plane over the planes? That's weird. Who's up there? Here's another thing: cockpit. It sounds like a pit behind your balls, right? Big Fez Waltley has a stick today, and he's going to be flying in a disapproving fashion. I love it when you anchor it, Fez. Gives me that chance to, you know, go around. You're in a confident stance today. That's it. (laughs) I hate when they take so long to make the announcements that they've come on to make. Where it takes forever before they finally get to the point of, we should be coming out of this turbulence soon. Brian in Houston, you're on the Rod of Fez show. Million bucks, Ronnie. Million. Hey, man, uh, first off, i got to thank you guys. I got my uh, Dead Poet Society signed Ethan Hawk DVD in the mail yesterday. Thank you, guys. Oh, you're a big winner. Um, yes, sir. Yes, you sir. found out what was in the box. <laughs> What's in the box? Um, but I, I wanted to uh, talk to you about a, uh, a rockumentary I stumbled across yesterday. It's uh, it's called Another Day, Another Time. It's about the uh, the Cohen Brothers movie Inside Lewin Davis. Yes. Yeah. Have you guys brought that up on the air? If you did, yes. Uh, well, I tried to get tickets to go to that show, and I was on the computer, and as as soon as like you can buy tickets, I hit. Couldn't get in, refreshed, and it was sold out. It's the it was at Town Hall. That's got to be heartbreaking. I was literally clapping along as the audience was clapping last night. That's it, it embarrassing. That you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, to be in your house clapping by yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't uh, help it. All right. Thanks, buddy. Yeah, there's always some kind of like a like a cool show in a like a you know a nine hundred or a thousand seat place, and you're like, "Fuck, I'll go to that. That's a once in a lifetime. It's sold out." It's all scalpers. It's probably seventy percent scalpers and thirty percent people who got lucky enough who got in or whatever. The weird thing about me is I never pay scalpers in my own town, but if I travel, I'm like, yeah, any fucking amount of money. I want the best seats you have. Big Cat is in here. He's got the uh, stick today. How are you feeling with the fest? Very nervous at this point. Why? Um, just feel like I'm really fucking up a lot of things. You're not fucking up anything, dude. I'm being incredibly uh, supportive. You always have been. Mm, sometimes I'm not. Like when I made you do my eulogy yesterday. That was picking comedy over friendship. You shouldn't have done that. I shouldn't have done anything. Well, I hope I never have to deliver one for you in real life. I feel the same way. I'll be dead long before you. That is my plan.
Um, I was saying with. Thinking about this question. Let's say you find money on the street, but you're near a homeless person. That money, he just hasn't noticed it yet. Like, let's say a $50 bill. He hasn't noticed it yet, but it's in, it's, you know, it's within 10 feet of him where he could get it. In his vicinity. Yes, in his vicinity. Does that money go to the homeless person, or would you still pick it up and keep it? Um, I would think it probably blew out of his old hand. How much money is it? If it's I in- said 50. Oh. Is it in a bucket? No. It's just on the sidewalk. <laughs> he can see it. Is there a hat next to but he can't reach it because his legs have shut down? <laughs> Look, I got a sick boy here. And I got to get him to Florida. And you got to give me that money. Just take the money. What's he going to do with it? Pay a phone bill? Ratso, you son of a bitch. Everybody's talking at me. You would fucking steal from a homeless man? Not out of his hand. You're lower than whale shit, my friend. What if he's asleep? Alright, what about this? You see a special needs kid holding a quarter. Do you take it? Where's a gumbo machine I was eyeing around the corner? It's that's a gumbo machine. That you're in New Orleans right now. <laughs> and scene. Yeah, I think if it's in the homeless guy's line of sight, even if it wasn't his to begin with, like it blew out of his hat, it just happened to get dropped there, I think you have to respect the homeless zone. Classic. And give it to him. You're all class, Fez Watley, and everyone knows it. There is no homeless zone. What are you talking about? Look, the it's homeless on- zone where it's like it's his home. Like, you can't fucking step over him, because he's in the homeless zone. I'm in a highway to the homeless zone. You're in a highway to hell. Look, this dude's homeless. So then, what, what we could give every zone to him? Screw that. No, this dude's homeless. Right, it's you on- give him the, the area around him. Fez is saying it's in his area. It's, it's in on- his... Yeah. Like, where, like where his, like he puts his socks out to dry and stuff like that. It's the homeless halo. It's... On this dude to hold down that 50. He can't be letting it fly Look, out of his hand. If you want to get in the homo zone, that's up to you, Chris. <laughs> Homeless zone. Bone zone. Same thing. <laughs> Same thing. I want that. Um, hey, Dusty, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, guys. Uh, I was just saying to Fez, while well, he's got the stick, probably not great to bring up a topic like controversies over e-cigarettes when one of your best and brightest new sponsors is Enjoy. Hmm, that's actually a pretty good point. No. That's Stay why I'm taking the side of the people who say this is what people are switching to from cigarettes, not to cigarettes. All right, what if a homeless guy dropped his e-cigarette, but it was still in the homo zone? Would you then, in fact, let him keep it? it has hobo juice on it. Sure. Take it. I thought hobo juice is... I thought it was hobo juice. <laughs> I thought that they just hang outside synagogues. My life is taking a downturn. <laughs> oh, God. Could you help me out with a little, you know, a little something? Maybe some lox and bagel. Things haven't been going my way. Can't afford any schmear. <laughs> Does anyone ever say schmear, though, for real? I always want to say it, but then I say it. No, I do say it, and all the Jews go, excuse me, what? I go, just schmear. You were saying, sir? How were you expecting us to talk? If I were a rich man, <laughs> 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 
all day long I'd go in a homeless zone. Uh, we do got a break here, though. Uh, Fez, why don't you pitch the social media Twitter party that you call what? It is the Oscar Twitter party, uh, Ron Fez Twitter party, this Sunday. That doesn't sound like a catchy name. I know we were going with all kinds of fun, catchy names yesterday. Um, all right, we'll do the uh, the Wolf of Wall Tweet. Seriously. What do we call it? The Ron and Fez Glitter and Twitter Oscar Party. I'm not going to make you do it here on the air. I thought it was something we'd be promoting, though. Uh, but explain how it's done. You got the stick. You love to do a live read. Yeah, it's this Sunday, starting with the red carpet ceremony of the Oscars. Make sure you're following at Ron and Fez SXM on Twitter. Make your comments throughout the red carpet all the way through the entire Oscar ceremony. If your comment gets retweeted... Where's your imaging? I'm waiting for it. If your Oscar gets retweeted at Ron and Fez SXM, you will win a prize that night. So you can win all night long this Sunday during the Academy Awards. Just make sure you're following and tweeting at Ron and Fez SXM. All right, I got mine down already. 12 years a slave, more like 12 years an Oscar show. It's going late. 12 years a slave, more like... (laughs) Oh, behave. We'll get that gig shit going. That's good. <laughs> 12 years of behave. What else is up? Dallas Buyers Club, more like... Oh, I'm gay. With AIDS. <laughs> That's not going to get retweeted and win a prize Oscar night. Oh, it should. It's a retweet party. And it happens Sunday with the Academy Awards. Make sure you're following at Ron and Fez SXM well, I will to win. Be. I will be. And now we're going to break. It's the Ron and Fez show. Serious XM. Comedy. Hits. Channel 99. Thank you for calling the Ron and Fez show. No one is currently available to screen your call. Please hold, and Ron and Fez will be right with you. Please stand by for your unscreened calls. Ron and Fez, unscreened phone calls. Oh, yeah, time for a little bit of that gay talk. Ron and Fez, ice cream phone calls. Shelby's got an itchy asshole. Please take care of that, Fez. Give me something to do. Ron and Fez, unscreened phone call. Maybe you could fix the phone if Shelby just give the monitor a big kiss. Ron and Fez, unscreened phone calls. Press one for Spanish, press two to fuck Shelby's face. Ron and Fez, unscreened phone calls. I heard Shelby took a selfie of herself getting fucked by a centaur. Bitch! Unscreened phone calls. I'd like to run my tongue up Shelby's leg until I got to that sweet little star fruit and suck on his balls until I got to his cock and he blew that load. That's what Chris is thinking right now. <laughs> the Ron and Fez Show, weekdays starting at noon Eastern. On Raw Dog, Sirius XM Comedy Hits 99. Ron and Fez on Raw Dog, Sirius XM Comedy Hits, Channel 99. Bodies! It's 
the Ron and Fez show on a Tuesday. Mike in Pennsylvania, you're on the Ron and Fez show. Hey, Ron. Hey, Fez. How are you? Hey. Um, I just was uh, wanted to ask Fez if uh, he can tell me again what King is all about. Because according to his library, five minutes ago, um, King could help you with your cable bill. Oh, that was a huge fuck up on my part. I didn't even hear it. What happened? I guess I said cable bill instead of phone bill. Your foot itching? A little bit, yeah. So that, um, yeah, that should have been cell phone bill, sir. Sorry about that. What can I do to take 50 bucks off my cable bill? Ting doesn't handle that, so I don't know. Big Fez Watley in here on the Ron Fez Show today. Now, if you were forced to wear a piece of colonial fashion... I'd wear a musket. Here's your choices. Who's forcing me? For some reason, it's some, it's some sort of new law. Nazis are, re, are back in. They've captured everyone, and they're reinstilling colonial wear. Nazis did colonial wear? No, but that's just their way of, you know, trying to get back at us. Getting back at us for what? Winning World War II. Those people weren't even born yet. So you get a choice. You get the powdered wig, the big round ruffled collar, or the short pants with tights. But you're forced to wear one of them. I'd say the short, pa- uh, short pants with tights. The other two are going to be way too itchy to try to have to wear all the time. Uh, here's Eric. Eric, you're on the Run of Fez show. Eric, how you doing, buddy? Hey, big ass two four zero six checking in, buddy. Oh, hua, hua, hua. So I apologize for being behind. I'm listening online, but but Fez, did you say before your plan was to die before Ron? Oh yeah, I don't. I don't want to. Uh, it's very selfish, but I don't want. I don't want to. Uh, be around if Ron's dead. So, so, so does that make you the new Gail O to Ron's uh, Paul? No, Paulo was always saying that he's going to die very soon. So that doesn't make me the new Paulo. Hey, Rico, you're on the Ron and Fez show. Hey, Ron, it's Rico Rizzo. How you doing? <laughs> hey, Rico. I need some advice. I'm with my buddy Joe Buck at a delicatessen, and a couple weirdos invite him to a party. But I'm not, but I'm not dressed for a party. And also, I've been falling down a lot, lady. I, I don't think I can fuck anymore. I'm scared. I gotta get to Florida. Poor Rico. When he found out that steps at that pseudo Andy Warhol party, <laughs> I almost started sobbing. Heartbreaking to see that thing, man. You gotta get me to Florida, Joe. You gotta get me to Florida. It's warm down there. Then remember that great song that would play during his Florida fucking fantasies? Would he be running around in the white suit? Ron and Fez show on a Tuesday. Big Fez Wiley got the stick. 
McDonald's is once again talking about uh, extending their breakfast hours. This is not going to happen. People, I, and there's for some reason, this is something people always get excited about. What people? People are like, oh, yes, I want to be able to get a sausage McMuffin any time of day. I don't eat the other McDonald's stuff. I just eat their breakfast. I would love to be able to get that at midnight when I'm out drinking. But I don't think, I think this is very odd. I don't think people would really visit McDonald's all that more for breakfast if it was extended. It's the only food I like by I would visit it all day, every day. I would visit it all day, every day. Mike was off. Sorry about that. It's a cool dog. I don't understand why they don't just have it 24-7. Because they have it 24-7 at, like, diners, Sonic. I used to work at a place that had 24-7. You have it. All the ingredients back there. Don't put them Just away. Just make it. But do they use the same shit? I, I'll tell you something else. The egg muffin, since they've kind of changed their muffin, has made me depressed. I like a good crunchy muffin. I don't want a fucking bready now muffin. It's, now it's all about the McGriddle. You got like the pancake oh. bun. Filling it up with syrup. You know, the big story is Taco Bell's starting breakfast. I was in the news today. Using a waffle as a taco shell. Fez is up to date on it. I don't know if they'll actually do the waffle thing. I think they, like, kind of tested it. Or they might be. Like, it's like this weird taco hybrid thing they got going. Yeah, because everything has to be taco. Just open earlier and keep selling regular tacos and burritos. People will eat them. I don't want a fucking burrito first thing in the morning. I want breakfast food. I want a breakfast burrito. I don't like other foods in the morning. <laughs> I know Taco Bell tried something called Mountain Dew AM, where they were just mixing Mountain Dew with orange juice. See, that's it's an interesting point. If they're going to say breakfast anytime, right? How come no fucking restaurant ever says dinner anytime? Some lasagna. Hey, five o'clock in the morning. Here, have a fucking uh, surf and turf. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> yeah, I drew some butter for you, so fucking dip that in there. When no one's looking, dip a piece of your fucking steak in as well. Not just you know. I like to say this about the drawn butter. It's not just for lobster anymore. That would be another one of my <laughs> ad campaigns I would run. Would like a, you can stick anything in drawn butter. That would be a pretty bad punishment. Like if you went to jail, just say, "Okay, you got to eat salmon for breakfast every morning." Some fucking animal probably does it somewhere, yeah. and by that I actually mean an animal, like a wolf. Big Fez Watley's got the stick today. Yeah, at McDonald's just had. Uh, We're sticking going... with the other topic. Oh, sorry about that. No, I want you to do it. They, this is your scene. We could. We never talk enough about McDonald's. It's mature. If they didn't have the breakfast menu, people would and still opened earlier. That people would still be in there getting a Big Mac at six a.m. Go back and look at the numbers, my friend. Pre the fucking uh, breakfast thing, no way. They've made a lot more money for themselves since they went to breakfast, and every other fast food's followed them into that game. I don't understand why they continue to tease with it, like with that McRib. It's not nothing all that special, but they feel that they have the best stuff possible that they can tease people with. Yes, they tease people. You're right. They taunt. 
right, let's say you could only have one kind of vision. You're going to see. I know right now I'm having television. <laughs> smell a. Oh, really? Do you want to smell a vision? <laughs> Umbrella. <laughs> There's no such thing. <laughs> now you've got nuts, my friend. You're out of your fucking mind. Should be institutionalized. You can only see one way for the rest of your life. Super close up. Always with x-ray vision. Or you see everything in the same bright shade of red. X-ray. See some of them titties. <laughs> <laughs> see some of them nut sacks. It's called crotch vision. You really want to see x-ray tits? <laughs> yes. That would be your fucking turn Look on. Look at that chest plate. Oh, my God. The inside of breasts. Sure. All right, Heather. I knew those were fake. What Sunday party? You might be able to work as uh, get a lot of work as a gynecologist or something. Or a TSA agent. Oscar, Oscar. All right, Liz and Shrek have promised to get dressy and drink champagne for Shelby's Oscar party. By the way, do you ever get around thanking those girls for saving your ass? I think I uh, sent him a favorite retweet. Saving your ass! Do you really? Sure. Thanks, gals. Now you're going to fucking thank him. What a dick. You fucking misogynist. Ungrateful woman hater. Questionable gay. He-man woman haters club. Speaking of which, I got to go to this, Fez. I know you got the stick, but you mind if I take it for one second? No, not at all. Are you sure? I'm sure. I'll give it up in a heartbeat. I'm good. You just say the word, and I hand it over. Say it. No. Nope. Say it, and I give it back. No, I'm fine. Take it if you want it. I'm good. Because it's your stick. I understand. But I got something sent to me to my home email. Ron and Fez at AOL.com. Uh, Ron and Fez at AOL. Dot com. My home email where my wife sleeps and my children come to play with their toys. Anyway, this was sent to me at Ron and Fez at AOL. And I know that you don't get all the Godfather references. It was before your time. But can I just tell you something, Shelby? That fucking it killed what I just did there. It's a long movie. But you want the stick back because I screwed around so long. You want it back? No, I'm good. Thank you. You got stuff to get to, right? Not really, no. <sighs> uh, but this was sent to me as an audio question and it came from somebody that I haven't heard from since we used to uh be back on the ONA channel. And her name is Lady Trucker. And Lady, I don't know, I guess that's a British term. You know what I mean? I guess it's like a, being a, a female knight. And she hasn't been on the air here. So let's just play the thing that I got from Lady Trucker. Hey, buddies, this is Lady Trucker. And I believe I've been unrightfully banned. I believe I'm bad due to some serious sexual tension going on in the office. You see, ever since the vagina intern has been screening phone calls, I've been banned. Now, we all know interns don't have the power to ban regular callers. 
but I believe Shelby, thinking with his little head, that's right, the one below the waist, decided to take charge and show the vagina intern his leadership abilities and, you know, wanted to impress the intern while he's just taking charge so he has the opportunity to maybe someday get his penis inside the vagina intern's box. Chris Stanley, on the other hand, is just doing the man code thing and backing up a co-worker. And Fezzy, well, come on, folks. Shelby's Mick Jagger lips on that virginal penis of uh, Fezzy's. What better way to bust his cherry? So I just want you all to know that there's some serious, I believe there's some serious sexual tension going on in that office. All right, send me in, Norris, my favorite intern. One of his favorite intern, Molly, guys, Mark. <laughs> that was the most disturbing audio I've ever heard. And... Well, I actually stopped listening after. You, you guys left it on a lot longer than I did. All right, Norris, nice to see you, and thanks for dressing like Catwoman today. <laughs> now... Maurice, you have been operating the phones, correct? I have been operating them. Have you been keeping Lady Trucker off the air? Yes, I have. On, and she will be off the air. On whose orders? This. Huh? On whose orders? Did it come from Shelby? Uh, I don't remember, actually. All right, let me just say this. <laughs> Shelby is a working producer. Correct. There's no dating between interns no. and producers. I know that. I'm not even comfortable with intern-to-intern -intern dating. I would like you to wait until you're 25 <laughs> before you date anybody. <laughs> Your parents brought you here perfect. I plan, I plan on returning you the same way. <laughs> All right? Okay. The Yellow King does not get in here. This is a Yellow King free zone. Now, Shelby, Chris, why is Lady Trucker bent? Because she's awful. She doesn't bring anything when she gets up on that. Did you hear that audio? <laughs> I didn't hear all of it. But what specifically, I mean, being a bad phone caller, is it not, not enough to be banned? Uh, lifetime, just a lifetime of bad calls is just, it's just, it's just built up to the point where, look, I know nothing's coming out of that fucking phone number. So you're done, Lady Trucker. LT, you're out. Well, I think it should come down to a vote. She's out. Definitely. All right, that's one against Shelby. Banned for life. Never want to hear her again. Banned. Please, no. Fuzzy? Absolutely out for good. It's up to Vito. Fucker. Okay. I'm not comfortable with that language. I'm going to say this. I think she gets a special reprieve until we, ho we see how she does at the news station. Oh, come on. Then no. if you guys are correct... Mm. And she's Did you see what she said? She's offending me. I don't like the vagina interns You are my uncle. In. You have to take my side. But she didn't say anything that wasn't true. You do, <laughs> in fact, there are penises and vaginas here, technically. Okay? i got to use a bad word here in front of you. Vagina. But I see what she's saying, that you've all ganged up against her. No, not at all. No. Don't you think we need to give her one more shot? Oh, no, not at all. Uh -uh. I think her little uh, diatribe there just shows where her mind is, and that's all she's going to talk about is little penises and vaginas. <laughs>
that nothing's going to change that. All right. HR just said that they don't want the interns referring to me as uncle. And I think that's... I think that's acceptable. I think that's just her heritage. They call each other daddy and mommy. Yeah, I'm not comfortable with that. You know what I mean? I know you try to call... Or poppy. You have no. nicknames for Chris. I'm not even going to get into those right now. So you guys really are against just giving her, you know, per call. And then if the band comes up, the band comes up. Fez, I know you've been forgiven of things around here before, right? Oh, yes. Shelby, Lord knows you have. Lord knows I have. Norris, you don't need to be forgiven. You're already perfect. Chris? Yeah. You've come in here drunk and high on blue meth a lot of mornings. Taking swings at random people. You know what I'm going to do right now? I just thought of something. Uh, you weren't in here yesterday, Norris, and I know there is something weird that goes on between you and Shelby. What? It shall never look at me ever be consummated. I won't. I won't have it. I'm offended that you think I would, but then also flattered that you think I could seal the deal. <laughs> That's interesting. Um, Shelby was in here yesterday with a hat on all day, and finally I'm like, "What's with you in the hat?" And as I said that, he pulled it down tighter, and I went. Oh, you got some kind of hat head or bed head. He finally took the hat off, and it was. I I'm, Shelby even now looks twelve, <laughs> but when he took the hat off, he took fourteen years off of his life. There was impossible to see how young you are without gel in your hair. Yeah, I have some interesting hair. Yeah, it just goes a different way every day unless I don't do something with it. And this fucking cracked me up. So I said, you got to give me a picture of this. And I said, I would not share it with anyone. But I Please share feel it. the need to share Please. it with her. Tried to sex it up a bit. <laughs> I will be honest. He, um... Do you mind if I share it with Norris? Or are you too embarrassed? You must. You must. All right. The only way that I can do this is I'm going to um, send it over to the iBang and have them put it up and let everybody see Shelby without hair gel. It has to be done. Now, here's what I love about Shelby. He's the only one of us with even the slightest bit of give a shit about how he appears. Even Fez, the gay one, is still wearing that faded fucking shirt. He cares a lot about that hair. It's always done in the morning. It's always, except besides yesterday. But doesn't it just, like, might go up? I think of the pic I sent you, I kind of combed it down, tried to make myself look right, Which emo. one did you send over? Because there's two pictures. The emo one. The only one. Now, was that without hair gel? Yeah. The, the other one is without it, too. I had a lot of volume that day. I'm willing to do a caption contest here. Now, I don't know what happens between you two star-crossed lovers, but I am putting in... You know in what I think about Shelby. This is no way possible. I know, but you know what? You I know, know that <laughs> pigtails in the ink. Well, I get it. I understand. You like to taunt and tease back and forth. I am ruining that 
by showing you this picture. You will <laughs> never have even the slightest desire for him. Now, one, I, I got two pictures from him. One that he's showing a funny face, and the other one where I think he's trying to be sexy boy. <laughs> I'm duck facing. Yeah, I'm not. I won't sh- show the one of you in the 3D glasses yet. <laughs> Because you actually are fucking a great physical, like, rubber face. It is like a crazy, almost disgusting face, but I like my hair in that one. It's almost got an Elvis look to it. All right. As we're doing this, before I could even put it up there, we've crashed the site. Oh, God. Come on, guys. Ugh. So annoying. <laughs> All right, there is the picture. What the hell? Now, that's without <laughs> gel. Yeah. You're a natural grease head. Hey. Grease is the word. What the is the hell word. Is your lips right now, dude. Are you doing a kissy face? I was. I was trying to fuck it up a bit. You're always doing a kissy face, though. You well, can't, can't help, help it. that. This is like times two. This is the XL version. <laughs> that is crazy. All right, uh, we will do a caption contest. What do we got to give away, Fuzzy? We are giving away a signed CD. Signed oh, nice. By everyone from the Lonely Island. It's Turtleneck oh, and Chain. Oh, cool. So that's signed by Andy Sandberg, Akiva Schaefer, and Yorma Taconi. I like those guys. Larius. And I'm, uh, for some reason, I'm locked into Brooklyn Nine-Nine every single week. It's It's my sitcom sitcom. You know what I mean? Sitting down and watching some calm. Yeah, but I mean, it's not, no, it's a situation comedy. It's not a (laughs) sit-down comedy. But I mean, there's like, I I have my one-camera comedies, but this is old-school laugh tracks. Everybody enjoys it. It reminds you of like a 70s thing. Yeah. I can't get past that picture of you. That is just... Could you bring that home no. to your Dominican family? <laughs> what happens, no. though, if I was to take a selfie, it did not look like that before I took the camera, maybe the picture, but I take the picture and for some reason my phone, like, flips my face around. No, so I don't, got pl- some don't blame it on the phone, going. dude. Can I tell you something? There was... I want to send this over... Because the Today Show, when I was leaving this morning, was doing a bit on hashtag love your selfie, where you send in a selfie uh, uh, and then put your age. It was so fucking disgusting. Um, all right, caption contest is up for Shelby. Uh, this is one of the, the more embarrassing picks of all time. Embarrassing and... Downright disgusting. Um, I got to go over here to my good buddy Janice from Chicago. Man, we did a terrible job of setting up today. And this thing is like far away from it. Hey, Janice, how are you, sweetie? Hi, Ronnie. I'm sorry to be a pain in the ass, but I was so excited to see uh, listed on the movie. uh, It just says movie listed. But uh, twice tonight they're going to play We're No Angels. Now, is it the original Humphrey yes, Bogart one? The one we love, yes. I am locked into that like there's no I tomorrow. Know, I'm so excited. I, okay, say it. You sure it's not the Sean Penn one? No, I'm positive. How are the people in um, 
in yep, Chicago doing? Aldo Ray, Peter Ustinov. We're good. It's it's nice but chilly, and I'm happy I get to just roll the rock in front of the cave. and <laughs> <laughs> Living in large. Living the life of Riley. All right, sweetie. Love you. Okay, love you. Thanks. Right, bye. Bye. All right, I know what I'm doing tonight. All right, I'm going to read some of these already. Uh, whose dick do I got to suck to get some hair gel? <laughs> I want to tattoo that face on my wife's belly for the sweet spot. You think these lips are swollen? You ought to see his asshole. It's normal size. Kinnickety Lynn. This should have come with a nut safe for work. Howard the Duck and Elvis had a baby. <laughs> This looks like a poor man's Photoshop. This can't be real. And when is the retake day for school pictures? <laughs> Holy shit, anybody could win this one. I'm actually getting slammed again and trying to get into this. Over at the iBank, and it's the uh, pictures of our own Shelby Lynn. Going out of his way to be a turnoff to the young ladies. Looks to be that way. Um, vote it most likely to even get turned down by a gay bear. Ah, uh, Grease Lightning. It's Grease Lightning, baby! There's something about Shelby. Um... You could win... Wait a minute. All right, I get it. Wants to run a dick-sucking marathon with y'all. Don't take selfies anymore. I promise that one. Someone tell Angelina Jolie she's being attacked by two caterpillars. <laughs> Wax lip prick. Cautionary tale of making out with bees. He's hair. He's queer. He will not disappear. All up on the iBang right now. The very special caption contest with our own Shelby. And they're coming in fast. Because which one do you like um, so far? Uh, so far, my favorite has been, uh, Can we? Uh, is there a remake-up day for school pictures? Is there a remake-up day for school pictures? Well, it's not wearing makeup. <laughs> if you You're missed, not? If you missed the first make-up day for school pictures, there's a remake-up day. I think you're going to like this one, Fez. It simply says, Glenn Fagzig. Ha! Not a fan of <laughs> that one. one. We got a winner. <laughs> the Contest one. over. They call these lips the hair gel dispenser. <laughs> this one simply says it could be a good ad campaign. Got dick. <laughs> Can someone help me? I got my face stuck on the vacuum again. With a name like Smuckers, it has to be good. Man, Katie Lang is falling on rough times. Do these lips make me look fat? Eddie Cumster, <laughs> Superman hair and cock-sucking lips. 
I tried a casting call for Duck Dynasty, but Phil said I look too gay. What do you think about my new grinder profile pic? <laughs> looks like someone who got beat up on World Star. Lovely, lovely picture of our own Shelby Lynn up on the caption contest today. And you can win the Lonely Island CD, Turtleneck and Chain, signed by all three members of the Lonely Island, Andy Sandberg, Akiva Schaefer, and Yorma Taconi. Lovely, lovely prize. If I could have only known that when they were signing this, that this is how it would be given away. <laughs> if they would have let them know that. Um, even his hair is trying to sign, uh, hide his face. The Angelable Mr. Limpet. Mr. Kubrick, I will be auditioning for the role of 2-Bit. This is photoshopped, right? Don't let my windswept hair distract you from my face cunt. (laughs) The bad guy from Cool World has nothing on me. The The love child of Mick Jagger and Chris Kattan. Is Shelby still looking for a roommate? Mm. Picture is up on the iBang, and it's a fabulous one of our own Shelby Lynn. And now that he's getting this attention, or plenty of <laughs> likes, Norris, I think you're starting to be impressed with him. <laughs> no. Moving up in the world. Do you like his hair better gelled, or as in this caption contest? Gelled. Thank you. It looks nice like that. But that picture, I don't know. All right, see if you like this one. Cock Garage. <laughs> yes! Glenn Danzig, face-fucked by a beehive. This gives new meaning to hair lip. This one's good. It's Fag Elvis. <laughs> That's going to be tough to beat. It should be quite easy to beat. Classic Shelves. The only man that doesn't need a harmonica to play harmonica. White t-shirt, black lips. Collagen in the hair, as well as the lips. It is hard for me to look at, and it's me. I'm looking at a picture of myself, it hurts. Head train starts here. (laughs) (laughs) It's called a blow bang, people. It's a head train. Big lips, love big dicks. I'm guessing pre-op, but I can't be sure. It looks like John Travolta and a gay duck had an abortion and it survived. It's complicated. Who needs x-ray vision when you've got suction cup lips? The original cockabilly. Great pictures of our own Shelby up on the iBank today. James Queen. It does really have that 1950s look. Oh, God damn, that's funny. Danny Zuko in Grease My Ass. I had to use all my hair gel on my chap lips. They do get chapped quite easily. Do they really? Yeah, I mean, they're out there in the wind so much. Get chapstick. I got to. He liked to go, he'd rather go with a very light <laughs> layer of sperm. <laughs> Works there. wonders. Oh my god, this thing is just spinning like like a madhouse. Chick Jagger. 
He stuck his head out the window and let his lips flap him to death. Superman after tussling with the creature from the grease pit lagoon. Someone gave me a swirly and my lips got stuck in the bowl. <laughs> if you don't look gay, we don't look gay. If only the glory hole wall was clear. Big lips, sing six. <laughs> Botox overboard. I'm going to sign up for, for Grinder. Use this as my profile photo and watch the dick roll in. A lot of dick talk in this one, Shelby. <laughs> for you, as straight as you claim to be. Wise. Not swaying people. Blue steel, more like a dog shaved ass. The Misfits lead singers, difficult teen years. Scratch Lynn, Shelby Lips. Which one you like best so far, Chris? Because you might like this one. 15-yarder. <laughs> you might even like this one better. Six degrees of penetration. And then... Do they make a cum-flavored lip balm for these bad boys? This is from Picasso's Twink Period. Over 200 comments already. All just beloved, beloving what's going on with these lips of Shelby's. Alfalfa duck lips seen popping his t-shirt collar. A flock of sea suckers. <laughs> duck face, more like fuck face. My trailer hitch is missing some chrome. Reopening the case case for hate crime legislation. <laughs> So he goes, the scotch came up with, I'm the only greaser that can, sir, that can smoke a whole pack of cigarettes at once. See if you like this one, Fez. Look at the picture of Shelby first. Okay. And I'm just going to give you this. A streetcar named Fag. <laughs> Instead no! of, oh, I'm not a fan of that one. Instead Wait, of at Desire. Least, at least the finalist. He's in the finals. Chin nuts. <laughs> Count of Mount Micrisco. Oh, that's fucking good. Last time I saw this face, it was cleaning my fish tank. <laughs> the likeness of the entire cast of The Breakfast Club. Red Freddy back from the dead. I'm ready for the blow bang, fellas. Someone knows what they're talking about. I might go just quit this job and go back to my old one as the opening to Rocky Horror Picture Show. Here's one. Joan Rivers kid. Eddie Munster Mercury. Just yuck, just no, just suck my dick already. On the nose. Quick, someone get me a golf ball and a garden hose. 
Shelby, you seem to be beloved right now. Beloved. I don't know if it's me or just these lips of mine. That's all you, pal. That's all you together. You seem sep- they seem like a separate entity at times. Lips like an Obama character. <laughs> I'm looking like this because I'm allergic to bees. Just the letter B. Ah, so that's what they mean when they say too faggy. The new star of the Crybaby remake. Give that man a tuba. It's the very special cat contest uh, with no hair gel. This is Shelby without her hair gel, just (laughs) as normal grease. A photo of the rare rosy-lipped batfish. I know what's scarier than those lips. Nothing. Centaur spec material. <laughs> Lippy McLip. Can I put uh, Shelby's face next to my Garfield uh, doll in my car? Pink steel. Dude looks like a lady boy. There's got to be just some really specific fetish I could get into that would make me just like 500 grand a year. Like you hear about some weird stomping thing where they're like a millionaire. Right. It's called sucking cock. Oh, right, right, right. (laughs) Come whole mouth. Do my lips make your dick look big? Those lips would give great penis raspberries. Big limp sink ship loads of sailors. Meet gay Dracula, and he isn't just sucking blood. Bowser from Blah Blah Blah, the first human fleshlight. (laughs) (laughs) Shelby, ever think of moving to Arkansas and keeping my trailer clean? I loved it when Shelby used to do Twizzler commercials. This is an odd one. Ricky Gervais in the 1980s. Shana No... Look at my lips. Where is the cock I ordered? Lovely picture of Shelby's up on the eye bank. And Shelby, they seem to be having quite a go at you right now. This explains the rising costs of Crisco. The dangers of a latex allergy. Paris Hilton's vagina. <laughs> How the fuck did you live through high school? Was it tough on you? Not really. I mean, I'd just say something even meaner back then and just get myself in trouble. Yeah, it's special needs school, right? Yeah. You're the ones that are retards. So fuck you. <laughs> you know, it's all about me sucking cock, but wouldn't these just eclipse the dick? I mean, it would just kind of, like, make somebody self-conscious, maybe. The fact that you're even thinking about that (laughs) seems to be one of the gayest things I've ever heard on this show. And Fez does this show. I can go gayer. Fez, if we could ever do a Freaky Friday, would you want to look like Shelby? Oh, yeah, I would totally look like Shelby. You love when you don't have the stick? It was a little bit more, yeah, I was able to calm down a sec. Um, we gotta go to break here. Shelby, when we get back, 
You want to talk to us about something, right? Got a hunt. A uh, hunt? No, not a hunt. <laughs> got hey, a everybody! The hunt's here. <laughs> Shelby returns from the hunt. <laughs> I said, I tonight, boys, we eat meat. I said, I've got a hunch about this Jimmy Kimmel fella that I investigated. Okay, so you've got a hunch about Jimmy Kimmel that you investigated. Well, he's going viral again, so we'll talk about that when we get back. Fez, do you want to do a plug for everything that's happening on Sunday night first, though? On Sunday night, you can hang out with Shelby on Twitter, at Ron and Fez SXM. That's Oscar night. Starts with the red carpet ceremony. Into the Oscars, the Academy Awards, hosted by Ellen. All through the night, tweet your comments about the Oscars, at Ron and Fez SXM. Make sure you're following there, at Ron and Fez SXM. SXM. If your comment is good enough to get retweeted, you will win a special Oscar night prize. We'll send you into the big-ass prize closet. Oscar night at Ron and Fez SXM. Who knows who I might retweet. I might just slam my face onto the keyboard and see what happens. Let's hope. Uh, we'll be right back. It's Ron and Fez. Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to introduce Ron and Fez on Raw Dog. Hey buddies, it's Ron and Fez here. And we've had some of the best names in comedy stop by our show for some impolite conversation. Billy Connolly. They can force you, you know, you're that number, therefore you should behave in this fashion. And they do it with their clothes as well. And this year we're all wearing beige. <laughs> <laughs> Who are we? I'll wear beige if you fucking buy it. Bob Kelly. It's crazy having a kid. Believe me, I, I thought I was going to stop jerking off. I really did. I will not, and then nine days into it, I, you know, I'm in sure. the shower, you know, right. next to one of his toys. <laughs> and Lynn Coplitz. I'm, I still yeah. hate guys half my age. They're easier. I, I can blow anything. him to change in his religion. One good Baltical and shall we follow in jihad. The Ron and Fez Show, weekdays starting at noon Eastern. On Raw Dog, Sirius XM Comedy Hits 99. Ron and Fez. On Raw Dog. Raw Dog. It's the Ron Fez Show Tuesday, Tuesday. Um, you know, with all the late night heat last week for Jimmy Fallon, um, you should remember that Jimmy Kimmel went viral one more time. Uh, Hicks, I know we didn't put it up on the iBang because we didn't trust it, and that was the wolf walking around. Yeah, that wolf walking around these Sochi, uh, the, the Sochi, I guess, dorms or the hotels. Now, he used one of the girls, right? Uh, one of the losers or something like that. Yeah, actually one of the athletes, yeah, to, to post the video. Now, what he what she said is that the Olympic Committee was not too happy with the funny prank. Neither were the Russians. But she didn't give a fuck. All right, what is a better prank right now? Um, would you say the wolf walking around... Or the twerking girl who caught on fire. 
I like the twerking girl who caught on fire over the over the chick that. Uh, Do we know which one drew more? I'm pretty sure that twerking girl because it had you like, check out ass. Yeah. I'll tell you right now to go two for two with these prank videos. Jimmy Kimmel's the new king of pranks. <laughs> he has bypassed uh, everyone else out there. I'd say he's bigger than Alan Funt right now, who invented the the prank video. But two for two? I mean, you come up to the plate two times, hit two fucking home runs? Gigantic. Hold the phone. Hold on. Hold the phone, sir. I was just about to go to the phones here. Don't go to that damn phone. <laughs> uh, hold on. Peace, ho. Shelby needs me right now. All right, I'm holding the phone. The man has launched some successful pranks, but he is not two for two. He has had several of these video failures. I didn't know this. So he attempted to put out some videos and it didn't work out so well. Yeah, like the goal of the video is, oh, you put out this little uh, this little crappily shot video. It gets millions of hits and then you he pops out of like a little side door and says, hey, I was behind this. Look, right. it's me, Jimmy Kimmel. But he's actually put out a bunch of these and put in a lot of time and money into them. And, and they did just didn't take off? Fizzled. Fizzled right now. I didn't know this. Did you know this, Chris? Hell no. I thought it was all millions and millions of hits. Yeah, I thought everything he did was successful. What are some of the things that didn't work out for him? Well, I did some digging, did some investigative reporting. <laughs> and uh, the first one here, look. It, are these all up on the iBang, by the way? These are all up under the iBang under the lost Kimmel viral video setup fails. Okay, all right. That's a long title. First is uh, is it the title "How to Be Sexy Breakfast"? Okay. Now, uh, at first, it's just like, okay, this is some weird, some weird video. This Hispanic guy is wearing a towel. He starts rubbing like food all over himself, uh-huh. like breck butter and like a, a jug of milk. Are you telling me this wasn't real? This was not real. This was fake as can be. This you're the person you're actually looking at. Yeah. That's Jimmy Kimmel. That's I didn't know that. What? They took, uh, they, they actually got the curious case of Benjamin Button, that award-winning makeup team, yeah. to like cover him, to like... This guy does make me hungry for a breakfast. I'm starving for some pancakes. All right, well, two for three is not so bad. I mean, obviously, this one didn't go as viral as he wanted it to. It did not go viral at all, but there's actually more. Okay, what do you got? Oh, my God. This kid right here, you yeah. think, oh, it's just a funny video. He's putting he's putting corn on the cob yeah. on like a drill, putting in his mouth. Oh, that's hilarious. He's getting corn everywhere. This was actually a Kimmel's take. He held a nationwide casting call of over 50,000 boys. And he chose this kid because his parents had died in like a big corn-related explosion. This looks a little gay to me, too. Not only is it gay, but it was a giant failure. Did not work out. I would have thought that one would have taken off. All right, two for four. That's still batting 500. Two for four. Two for four. I say two for a lot more of your shitty videos, Jimmy Kimmel. All right, what's this one? This one he hired. He's adamant. He hired a giant crew and the... Actually, the effects team from the movie The Artist, I'm sure you're all familiar. Oh, I love that film. To recreate this silent film of a fat man getting run over by a crowd. Now, Kimmel, he was actually the director as well, and he was adamant that it'd be done right. How did he do this in the past? 
they actually they set it up as like, oh look, we're gonna make it all vintage looking. This one should have uh, went viral because that guy is fat and he did get run over by a crowd. It they looks sh- really vintagey. It really does look vintagey. They shot it over right. two hundred times and the guy decimated his spinal cord. He's dead right now. These are all up on the eye bang under what? Shelby this is under uh, the lost Kimmel viral video setup fails. Um, uh, what's your next one? This next one, he tried to go two for two at Sochi. He landed the wolf roaming the halls video, but this uh, missed high five video, you'd think, oh, okay, it's just two guys, uh, two dumb, stupid guys missing a high five. There's not two random bobsledders. These are actually Jimmy Kimmel writers. In 2000, uh, I think it was six. Came up with the di- he came up with this idea. He sent these two people over to Great Britain to leave their families, train as bobsledders, and just integrate themselves into the culture to the point where they could get on TV, miss this stupid high five, and get themselves on TV. They did got- they at least go viral? They did not go viral. Uh, they threw their lives Jesus. away and became bobsledders for nothing. Least. So we're saying that you can't trust anything that comes out of the Olympics. The Olympics, the internet, it's all Kimmel, and his, uh, it's all a ruse. The next one, now this is just a boy. You see, he's sitting in a hammock. Mm-hmm. goes on for like two minutes. You're thinking, okay, this is the most boring video I've ever watched. But if you look really closely, that's not a human boy at all. That's actually a ghost. I sent this video to my dad, and he ran it back while he really was in that hammock a long time. Hicks, did you get this one sent to you? I no, I didn't. It's a guy in a hammock. It's just a young kid in a hammock. Yeah, but like, what, does he fall out of the hammock? Uh uh-uh. uh Nope, just sitting in He's the hammock. He's just sitting in the hammock. I don't know why he thought this would go viral, especially when he had a ghost in the video. He could have just bought the ghost boy on his show. Why did he say use one of his dumb little setup? You gotta videos? go viral. You gotta go viral. But he could have gone viral with the clip of the ghost boy just on his normal set. He's you don't still need in to the have hammock. Him. Oh, this goes on for uh, two minutes and 38 seconds, just eating a snack in a hammock. It actually made me want to get a hammock. Sure, you can uh, summon a ghost boy, but have him do so- Have him walk through a wall. Don't have him just sit, sit in this dumb hammock. Aren't viral videos usually like shorter than two and a half minutes? Like, why, why, why would he make it so long? I don't know. He doesn't. He, this is. I think this is back when he was just starting out. But even then, I mean, you got a ghost boy, Kimmel. I mean, use him correctly. Sounds like he doesn't do much of anything else besides viral videos. He doesn't, and he pours uh, hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars into said videos. Billions. I hope it's not billions. He puts billions of dollars. He's going to bankrupt that company. All right, Shelby, you're on fire with this bit, and that's the kind of stuff you're going to be doing Sunday night. As the as we put together this night of a thousand tweets. Now you're going to be retweeting a lot of the people who've done the Ron and Fez show, a lot of the comics. But if you retweet a listener, they can go into our prize closet and get a great big prize. They're going to win some amazing prizes that have actually been nominated for Oscars. Just uh-huh. for, just for example, a uh, platoon. We have that movie signed by Oliver Stone, Charlie Sheen, Willem Dafoe. It is signed by Mr. Willem Dafoe. Ah, Chris Stanley fucking giving up the bit. 
uh, and save it as boy. You know what? You're his Michelle. He's your baby boy, and you're his Michelle. You want to get some? You want to get some um, mother's milk from Titty Daddy? Thirsty. Yeah. Thirsty. Spit, spit Come here, Titty Daddy. Spit, spit in your mouth. I'm calling you Titty Daddy from now on. <laughs> That's my Titty Daddy. Like a weird. That my Titty Daddy bring me milk. <laughs> um, all right, so. You got an, uh, an Oscar. Give me something else we're giving out that night. We have Little Miss Sunshine, that acclaimed Oscar-nominated film, signed by Paul Dano and Oscar nominee Abigail Breslin. Ooh, I don't remember having either one of them on the show. Really? Yeah. Really? They were both kind of recent. Really? Were they good? I got to go over to Ron Bennington interviews. There seems like there's a lot of good shit up there. All you have to do is, you know, tweet at the iBang, live tweet along. No, you're doing it during the Oscars or even the uh, um, this fucking... goes along with the red carpet and the Oscars. Tweet to Ron and Fez, SXM, at Ron and Fez, SXM. Just live tweet like you probably would be. I mean, I already got one of my, my tweets, right? I'm just going to go like this. Looks like 12 pounds of shit in a five-pound bag. Retweet me, motherfucker. Give me my prize. I don't know if I'll retweet. Maybe give yeah. that a favorite. Yeah. But I don't know if i go as far as to retweet right, I'm going to even say this. I'm going to be tweeting like this. I think I see anal leakage. That would get a retweet. I mean, yeah. who are you? Who, I wonder who's leaking. <laughs> who's going to be walking the red carpet that night? I know... What I like to do is find a woman and complain that she's too heavy or too thin. Oh, Jennifer Lawrence. What a slut. Yeah, I'm going to attack Jennifer Lawrence, or J-Law, as she's known. J-Law. Kate Blanchett will be on the red carpet. All right, I'm going to tease her about being Aussie. I'm going to tease that uh, that Lupita Luongo from 12 Years a Slave. I think uh, it's time she gets her comeuppance. (laughs) Oh, yeah. She does. I might just start attacking Meryl Streep like, guy, aren't you guys sick of her winning all the time? I'm going to say I'm starting to get a Meryl Streep throat and then just put, like, take out one of these for strap throat. I can't wait to, I think I might even attack Ryan Seacrest. Say like, hey guys, don't you think he's gay? And then I'll like, I'll reach my hand around for a high five, but I'll be alone so nobody will be How about this? Seacrest out in the dot, dot, dot of the closet. I would retweet that more than once if I could. <laughs> All right. Wow. So, so consider me a lucky winner. Give me another prize for the night of a thousand tweets. The one of the some people consider it the greatest film ever made, The Godfather, signed by one of its stars, James Caan. Why don't we get Michael Mikey D to sign that as well? <laughs> I like it when we do stuff that has third or fourth leads on it. Now, Night of a Thousand Tweets doesn't work. Give us another name for this. About. Uh, how sweet is your retweet? It's pretty good. Sweet retweet. Sw- the the sweet retweet. Hicks, give me one. Beat the retweet. Beat the tweet. Beat that sweet tweet. <laughs> he doesn't want to not have sweetness. <laughs> Remember, you used to come to my house for the Oscars. Yeah, it's going to again. What do you want? To, what do you want to have for dinner that night? Um, I'm trying to think of. Um, that's Something that could tie in with some of the movies. Sweet and sour pork. Get that sweet in there. Fried chicken. Just keep the sweet you do, going. You do love the sweet thing. Sweet boy. So what do you want to call? What do you want to call it, sweetie? Sweetie wants to call Quailers it. Quaaludes for Wolf of Wall Street. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
Wait, Luke right, wait I'm going to attack Marty Scorsese. How about... Um, you know what? I'm going to fucking just lay into his eyebrows that night. <laughs> what is so thick, Marty? I'll just say this. I think I saw Jonah Hill butt-fucking-Leo in Marty Scorsese's eyebrows. Seriously, you wouldn't retweet that? I might retweet that. Uh, give me a fucking star that's going to be there that night, and I'm going to come up with a tweet that I think can win this night of a thousand retweets. How about Matthew McConaughey? Matthew McConaughey. Um, now, I real, I'm going to say this. Yeah. He should uh, win this Oscar, but really for his overlooked work and failure to launch. <laughs> that would be my big tweet. Would you retweet that? I would, but can we CC Terry Bradshaw in that? I think yeah. he was gave a, he was a tour de force in that one. Yeah, he was. If you uh, maybe go after Jared Leto, that could uh, that could earn you a retweet as well. Um, probably gonna mention how much he loves L.A., how brave he was for taking this role. Some he other, was brave. Some other blowhardy type speech, because he's pretty much a lock to win at this point. I always just plugs his band if he wins the award. Going on tour, we got some dates in Marina Del Rey. If you wanna, if you wanna come out for that, you guys, got a new video popping soon. Um, something happened with his band that didn't get paid by the record company or something too. He's got a documentary out called "All I've Got Is This Fucking Oscar" <laughs> for being, playing a tranny. What am I going to do with myself? How am I going to pay my roadies? I hope he goes up there and just really lays into the transvestite <laughs> community and go like this. I am so glad I did this movie since none of the transvestites are good enough even to play a transvestite. So glad I'm normal unlike you yeah. freaks. Now play me off. Go ahead. <laughs> I can take it off. Hit my music! <laughs> um... Who's hosting this year? I don't even know who's hosting the Oscars. Ellen. Oh, Ellen God. Page? I wish. The oh, other gay, gay Ellen. Ellen Burstyn? That's a odd choice. Hope there's uh, some gay jokes by Ellen. I, I'm I don't go think she of, does a lot of gay material. I'm going to go out of limb. She might do, uh, might do one, maybe two. Like gay bashing? That's my money's on. This is a tough. What if it gets retreated? This is a tough year for like someone to host the Oscars, given like the best picture choices. You got slavery, AIDS. <laughs> okay, can't really. There's two movies I can't really make fit into like a parody song. Yeah, Billy Crystal won no part of this year. <laughs> got a Did great... any of you guys see Twelve Years a Slave? Yeah, I saw it like when it was in limited, limited uh, release that first weekend. Did you like it? I did. I did like it. I think I only liked the first three years of Slave. It's the only picture. Uh, when I go to the movies, uh, I like to use the automated ticket purchaser, and uh, I game the system by purchasing a senior ticket because you know it's usually some seventeen-year-old kid. They're not gonna check. <laughs> That's smart. But that was the only movie I got caught at. <laughs> I had to take like three elevators down by some like forty-year-old Asian woman. What do you? How, oh yeah! Now you're going to apply yourself at this job. <laughs> how much do you, how much do you save when you like do that? Six bucks. <laughs> and it was at twelve years a slave too, which somehow well, makes it worse. No, the thing is, they know that no kid wants to see twelve years a slave. God, they got me. 
No fucking seventy-year-old kid. Like, I'm gonna go to twelve years of slave by myself. Um, I saw um, Captain Phillips, and it's so. Did and you guys say it? I haven't seen it. It's so fucking funny. I mean, he's wearing this fucking eye patch, and he's always lost in the Caribbean. And then the whole family starts like him better than Marty Short. I think you should win the Oscar for it. That's Captain Ron. Yeah. Captain Ron Phillips. <laughs> Ronnie Phillips. <laughs> um, now, the guy from 12 Years a Slave, this makes about as much sense as if to give him an Oscar is that we were giving Chris Stanley an Oscar for playing a drunk guy who gambles too much <laughs> and fucking <laughs> and lives like a slob. <laughs> He doesn't do anything in this movie that he wouldn't be doing anyway. The guy in 12 Years a Slave? No, the fucking the Somali guy in Captain Phillips. I mean, we haven't talked about 12 Years a Slave in fucking 15 minutes, you 17-year-old brat. He's a racism. He is a racist. You are a fucking racist, dude. You have a big problem with black people, and this is exposing it. I'm you trying to what? save us from controversy. You You're just... fucking disgusting. <laughs> you just said like the British racist? guy that would not be doing anything he wouldn't have done in real life other than 12 years a slave. You fucking racist. Can you tell me black people can't be British? Uh, oh, my God. Don't just watch Luther. Uh, you disgust me. <laughs> um... Well, this fucking movie is going to be fantastic. I'm going to be a part of this. Uh, a thousand nights of retweeting. Now, how do I get on Twitter? I want to use the word Ron as my name. You, well, maybe you could do that. I don't are know. you going to be writing any jokes? Sure. I think Mike, maybe Ron Howard might have at Ron though. So, <laughs> did you uh, did you do your Walking Dead thing, or did you already quit that? Uh, I think I quit that. I mean, say like how many jokes can you make? Oh, look, this guy's about to get eaten. I hope not. A guy named Ron Sharp has that Ron. He's good, though. He's sharp. <laughs> He's a creator of the dislike button for Facebook. What? That doesn't exist. It's a myth. The like and the dislike button were invented separately? There is no dislike button. People would just People want one, but they, they never made it. They know people will just be like hitting dislike on something about, oh, my mom's really sick. <laughs> I dislike that. Good for her. <clears throat> that button is weird. Like, you, I think I saw some status, some girls like, yeah, just, I don't let you guys into my personal life all the time, but uh, I've, I have some serious medical in, uh, issues. I've been in the hospital, but like, who's going to hit the like button on that? <laughs> I would. <laughs> like, I want to know. I'm not hitting this because I like you. I'm hitting it because I support you. <laughs> I give everybody a like, no matter what they do. Someone says, my father passed away. I'm giving him a like. I liked hearing about that. Thank you. Do you have any real friends or you just have computer friends, Shelby? Sometimes not even them. <laughs> oh, my God. What's real? What isn't? <laughs> it's true. We're at a fucking point right now that no one can tell the difference. It's all the same. I mean, that's Facebook solidified it. And now Twitter is just, you know, running into it. What do you mean running into it? <laughs> Picking up where Facebook left off is what I meant. <laughs> <laughs> this is why you don't have real friends. If there is a single way that 
if you could somehow pass a joint through a computer screen <laughs> or a, a computer screen just had a vagina at the bottom of it, you would never go outside again. Absolutely What's the reason? Not. Got everything I need right here. It's sad. You I, and your phone. I already don't like the sunlight. Just me and her. <laughs> you know what's always funny to me? I see people like tweeting and stuff even when they're asked not to at certain places. Like I'll go to places that it's said, please turn off all electronic stuff and no tweeting. And even after that, I see them tweeting. People and it fucking cracks me up. They don't care. They, they, they feel the need to just fucking get their shit out there. Probably the fact they're probably tweeting. These people don't want me to tweet. And, and what could it be? A friend of mine got busted for having uh, talking on the phone in the car. Got five points, five fucking what? points. Wow! And was told this is more dangerous than drinking and driving, which means we're setting up to send people to jail for using their phone. In a car. It was just an email. It was just an email. So I said, okay, five points. You know what they're after now, just to make you go to the fucking school, right? The safety school. And they go, oh, yeah, because I checked. I can get four points knocked off. And I go, when do you have to go? They go, no, you can do that online. I go, then you should do that while you're fucking driving. You should be driving down the road, taking your fucking safety course. It's good for four points, right? I'm really starting to think nothing is worse than the computer. Worse? Not yeah. Better? Um, do you honestly think, I want you to think for a second, do you think people have more fun in the 90s, early 90s, or now? Well, nobody's having fun now. They're just, you know. So why is it better? I mean, take a look. Would you have rather been partying with the grunge guys, having fun in the 90s, or... Or living now. Now I can just ha access so much information that I don't need. <laughs> I know, but let's but let's really be honest. Was it more fun now or in the eighties? Is it more now fun now in the sixties to fifties? Like think of like a fun movie or a fun time. And do you think that they would ever show people sitting around? fucking answering people or tweeting. Or just not even talking to her. Like, a bunch of people in a room, right? And they're just on their phones and tablets not speaking to each other. And these fucking smartphones have probably added, what, six hours to the workday or something like that? Well, I don't know anyone who doesn't work more hours than people in the early 90s. When I did a radio show in the 90s, I came in at 6, I was done by 10, and I didn't talk to anybody from the show before or after. <laughs> and we came back in at six. Now, everyone. And then I look. But here's the thing. Back then, people would come in, not having anything to do, and just start throwing fucking hands. They would just, everyone would be wailing at it. Now, people over prep and perform less. Just a... Uh... Shining a mirror up to me right now. I know. I think that these are anxiety fucking causers. I think they're nose jets inventors. I think people sit around and feel worse the more information they get. I'm going to quote somebody for you. And it's, I got all the news I need from the weather report. I was fucking Paul Simon. 
And the point of that story was, I am not going to let, I'm going to find out the weather, and then I'll figure out how I'm going to spend my day because of that. Just think of the more information that you have now, are you able to do more with it? No, it's uh, it's almost like an overload. So why do it? Why not cut yourself off? I think I've just been brought up in this age. I don't know how it used to be. I can't imagine a time without YouTube. I wonder if people could step back. Hicks is completely right. That people work... Out, see, I first came into the fucking work thing when there was unions everywhere. One time I'm working on a fucking loading dock, right? And I get I, I get moved over to the shipping department. I'm fucking happy because I was going to get the easy job of loading and unloading fucking trucks, right? So it was like the first or second day and I'm falling behind. I'm supposed to load these fucking trucks. So I get this idea and I don't want to be fucking shipped back to the line. So I get this idea. I'm going to eat my lunch fast, run up while the line is still turned off because they would turn it off during uh, why everybody ate. And I'd load up my trucks and catch up to other people. So I'm fucking over there with a forklift. I'm going like hell and I'm loading. All of a sudden, I I hear uh, my boss fucking screaming at me. What the fuck are you doing? He comes running at me. I swear to God, it looked like Tommy Lasorda coming out of the dugout. <laughs> He's fucking screaming. He goes, what are you fucking trying to do? You trying to get me fired? You trying to get me fucking sued? I go... Mr. Shoemaker, I just want to fucking catch up on this. He goes, you're going to get me. I can't fucking have you down here working during a designated break. The union's going to be up my ass. Then my boss is going to be up my ass. Get the fuck out of here. I go walking back and I hear the forklift and I turn around and he's loading my trucks for me to not get in trouble. Now, can you imagine today? Any boss out there giving a shit what they said to anyone or what that person's workload was. They never care about it. No, it's fucking just, it just doesn't matter. It's like, get it done. That's it. Get it done is all people say now. Don't tell me what you're going to do. (laughs) Get it done. But you're right. Anyone working a professional job is used to working 12 hours hours a day minimum and then working when they get home it's It's, weird everyone's on call pretty much everyone has to be ready to go even if like meeting this meaningless job that you might not seem radio radio is a meaningless (laughs) job that should only be fun and everyone fucking treats it like it's something they need to prep and pull off instead of just come in and start swinging. I am telling you, the information doesn't help. I'm looking at you and telling you, Shelby, that my life was so much more fun than when I was your age than yours is now. I don't, I don't disagree. It's probably that's probably true. I mean, I know a lot of people now. Seem more stressed, like people my age. It's yes, because they're they trying are. to do yeah, this and that. You know, they have ambition. Well, just like you know, with just going through college, just people stressed about loans and all that. They wouldn't 
probably even like 20 years ago be nearly as worried about that sort of thing and they no. have more fun. They also didn't think they were going to, you know, they were going to get some they didn't think college led to some great job. They thought college was something to do. Yeah. Where now, for some reason, people come out of college and think, well, I've got $90,000 worth of loans, and I've got to uh, pay them off quickly. Why isn't anyone hiring me? College is a crazy joke. The um, administrators at Duke just said that six, it's 60 grand a year to go to Duke. 60 grand. They said that's a bargain. For any of the kids coming into Duke, that's a, if you're paying sixty grand, you're getting over on Duke. How? Because they say they invest ninety thousand dollars into each and every student. It's crazy talk, man. It's it's not it's not fucking real. It's not that's not reality. You hear about that freshman at Duke who was found out to be a porn star, and now she's like like some articles written about her, and then she wrote like a first person article, and some guy like was watching a video, like some video online, was like, I think that girl's in my social studies class. And then, like, she's, like, like I think admitted it to him, said, please, do not tell anybody. And then later that night, like, some rush party just told everybody. Well, that's where it goes. Maybe if I went to Duke, this would be interesting to me, but that's the dullest fucking story I've ever heard. There's this porn star that's also a freshman. Who would you tell everybody? Fuck? And then they told that she sucked dick at the rush party. Maybe if I fucking sat behind her, I'd care, but I don't. Anyway, what, what Shelby's trying to say is this Sunday night, is the Oscar night of a thousand tweets your chance to win if Shelby deems your tweets funny enough to be retweeted as we will do some of the great comedians who've done the show. We do got a break here, Chris Stanley. Yes. Yes, we do. I need you to keep me caught up. Yeah, we're right? caught up. Uh, we will break and we'll be right back. It's the Ron and Fez show. Ron and Fez on Raw Dog Serious XM Comedy Hits Channel Tuesday. Thank you for being here. On Sunday, it's Oscar night. That's your chance to win all through the Oscar ceremony and, a, and the red carpet uh, walk that begins that. What you want to do is follow at Ron and Fez at uh, Ron and Fez SXM on Twitter. Ron and Fez SXM on Twitter. And put your comments in throughout the red carpet and the Oscars through the Academy Awards ceremony. And if your comment gets retweeted at Ron and Fez SXM, you will win a special Oscar night prize. Shelby will be handling all the tweeting and retweeting for the show. Gonna do it up. Sounds like a blast. I ran into this situation, and I've seen very, I've always seen examples of single prejudice. That is prejudice against single people out in the world. And I noticed this in a restaurant. Uh, I think it was Saturday night. I went to get something to eat. I'm sitting at a table by myself. 
there's a party of three next to me, and I noticed this, that I wasn't getting checked on by the, by the waitress until she checked on the bigger party first. Where I didn't get, you know, do you want another iced tea? Can I get you anything else? Is everything all right? You see this right here? That's the world's smallest violin being paid. I expect her to check on me eight, nine times before she gets a tip. I Fez, why do you put it in the, that she's only prejudiced against you because you're a single? Maybe she just didn't like you or didn't connect to you. But why do you see it now? As Why do you always see yourself as part of a group? Well, I think it, it's always a situation with a single person where they have to, uh, they're the one, first ones to get asked to move. They get a worse table at a restaurant. Someone expects them but, to move, sex expects the single person to move I, at a movie theater or let, on an airplane. Let's play the logic game in this one thing instead of bringing up movie theaters and, and airplanes. You got a chance for a three person tip. Or a one-person tip. Who do you think that you're going to take more care of? Well, in that sense, it would be the three-person tip, but you're still getting a tip out of me. I didn't say that. I said, who do you, who would you most pay attention to if there was something out there and you had a chance to make a sales for triple something or a single something? You're going to pay attention to the person with the triple. So maybe it was just as simple as that. See, I would try to get the best tip out of everybody. I'm not saying she's not. But everyone's going to look at the... If if you were doing a thing and we had a... We, there was two clients that needed to be taken care of. One of them pay, paid $300 a spot. One paid 3000 Who are you going to pay more attention to? The 3000 a spot. Why? Why? Is that some prejudice that you have? No, it's it's taking care of the person spending more money, but I would also take care of the 300 person, I didn't say too. that. But I said, who would you take care of first? Well, you probably might have even thought, like, okay, he's single, he's here, he may not even want to be bothered. I have news for you. There is some truth to that. But if I'm some fucking waitress, what kind of restaurant was it? It was just, it was like a sports bar. Okay, and I go to a sports bar, and everybody's having fun. There's one guy sitting by himself instead of sitting at the bar at a table and he's yanking on his fucking mustache all night and using one leg to scratch the other. I'm going to be like, I'm going to give this fucking guy some room. Plus, yesterday was your big anniversary, right? Yeah. Yep. Uh, two years since I had come out on the air. Well, you didn't bring that up. I meant your anniversary for your dad's death. Oh, yeah. That was three years since I lost my father. Let me apologize to you for not remembering that day, because I know that dates are important to you. And unfortunately, I'm one of those people that dates don't even matter to. So you get a big fucking apology from me. I don't need an apology from you. It's... I want to give it. Don't fucking disregard it. Okay. I want to give an apology to you. That's for your anniversary. Enjoy it. Enjoy that apology. I'll accept it. Thank you. Want you want me to owe you one? We'll take it to that fucking point. I'll owe you. You want me to fucking write an IOU right now on a piece of paper? I'll do it. Chris, you want an apology from me? I'll take an apology, sure. You ain't getting one. <laughs> oh. If you get anything from me, it's a, I told you so. <laughs> I make a lot of bad decisions. They mostly should be coming towards me. Um, 
Here's David. You're on the Ron Fez show. Yeah, I was going to ask Fez if if they were set in the same section side by side. Why would she ever come back there just to check on one person? Because we were in different stages of the meal. They came in well after I did. So there would be different things to check on. Were they also the gays? One, uh, two were gay, and then a chick. What were you doing in a uh, in a sports bar? It was. It's right next door to my apartment building, and it was. Um, but you weren't watching any sports. No, I don't even think anything was on at that point. I don't well, even think Olympics were still being shown there. Well, there's this thing called ESPN. And now Fox Sports, CBS Sports, Satellite Sports. There's sports oh. on. Why do you do this? Why don't you belly up to the fucking bar and meet some people? I, like, how you doing, Slim? Name's Fez Watley, and I'm here to buy everybody at this bar a sarsaparilla. <laughs> and by sarsaparilla, I mean cum-soaked fucking apple teeny. Oh. Big Fez Watley's got the stick today. The b- Where his head goes, we will follow. Chris, you ready to follow? Shelby? Lead me the way. Flock of birds for this guy. Well, the bar was filled up. No, you're not leading us. You're back to the old conversation. Lead us on. Take the stick. Be an explorer. You're out there. You're fucking whacking at the brush with a a machete. And we're following along. We've got like fucking big pots of water on our heads that we're carrying in. William Wallace, this thing. I'm not very familiar with William Wallace. Why would he be in deepest, darkest Africa? This is a spinoff. Spinoff. Spinoff this motherfucker. Right there. Spinoff that. You like that shit, huh? Yeah. And you know what? Both of you guys are taking the stick away from Fezzi. You got him tugging on his stash. That is enough to keep me away if I'm the waitress, Fez. Mm-hmm. That's a fucking weird thing to do. I'm sure I, I was tugging on it because I went out because I was really nervous that don't night. tug on it. Get, fucking get yourself a little moustache uh, comb. But this makes you look like a nut. Looks like you're uh, hurting yourself. It's like a cutter. Combing doesn't seem like it would be all that socially... Um, Yes, in tune. And yeah, tugging so on a duck? your fucking hair lip, <laughs> is what we're saying. This, when you do it during the show, when you start going like this, we're all weirded out. And we know you. I wish, I wish Michelle would come down here today. Instead, be. she's using, um, she's putting her um, pain on Sam. <laughs> Instead of us. No one gets along with us. I'm sorry, Big Fez. I don't understand that. Big Fez, you're the guy with the fucking stick today. All right? China's banning all their outdoor sports because of a smog emergency. No. Uh, Hold on, I'll call my fucking cousin Ting and tell him the bad news. Is he your Chinese bookie? Smoke, baby. <laughs> Ting handles the phone service. <laughs> no, it just happens to be called Ting, you racist. <laughs> you know why he's, uh, we call him Ting? No. This Ting. Right here. That little Ting. That my Ting. You're in the breeze when I play a very bar outside at the barbecue. Cool. Peel. <laughs> Why are you focusing on China so much, Fuzzy? Um, I've just run out of things to talk about while I have the stick. Maybe Michelle will get here. 
It's a long fucking haul. Talk about the refereeing. Oh, uh, yeah, I'll call it in right now because Fed says something about frog. <laughs> Bob in Illinois, you're on the run of Fed show. Hey, Fed, the reason you get shitty service probably because you're a bad tipper. How much he, do you tip he's just a bad tipper. Far from one it, my way friend. To get you. You told him. You dropped a TB on him, Fuzzy. Far from it. I accidentally tip hugely. You reave a big tip for me, like a big American penis has. <laughs> <laughs> when does it become a Chinese restaurant? Dad, Fuzzy, you got the stick. Don't yeah, this was it. an Irish sports bar. Don't, you know what? He already stole time for you twice today when you had the stick. One, his fucking Jimmy Kimmel thing that was adorable. And then two, his funny picture. This, oh, look, you're talking on your stash, buddy. I don't even realize I'm doing it. Don't you notice that your fucking nose dandruff has fallen down into your lower lip? Mm. Oh. Yum. Salty. Um, the restaurants are saying that bottled still water is crazy outselling sparkling water. Well, let me give you this still water thing. A fever dome, <laughs> barking out your back door, fever dome. There she is. You know what? I'm not going to be kind anymore. Why? Kindness gets you no favors. Am I right, Shelby? Absolutely. <laughs> Do you, are you ever kind to rewind? What were um, you kind about? Look, he had a bad day yesterday. Mm -hmm. It was just one day. And I will go back. I'll pick on you, mister. You should stand up for yourself. Stand up for what? I don't know. What I, I don't know. There was Why nothing so, to stand up for. See, here's the... Uh, it was sad. But, but here's the way we guy uh, we, we guy do this, right? We gotta do this. If if a guy says something bothers me, yes, we change his focus. Oh, so I um, when a, something's wrong with a guy, we go oh, and by the way, you know, you're stupid, and then we all feel better about ourselves. Is that how men work? Yeah. So what we wanted to do, and Fez never told us that it was the anniversary of his dad's demise. Although Opie told me today that by three years you should be over it. Really? Yeah, he thought that you went too long on this. I thought I thought it, it, it was by you you do it by how long you knew the person. So like it's you knew the person for what? I'm not going to reveal your age, but you you divide it by two. Well, that's for breakups. Isn't death a breakup? The biggest breakup? Unless his dad molested him, it shouldn't be called a breakup. Now, the other thing is... <laughs> didn't feel like a breakup. Uh, I heard that because you were a bit changer, that you <laughs> you got attacked on the internet. And let me give you this thing. Don't, Don't read. read the internet. Don't read the internet. Yeah. It was fun for a day. Why? I don't know. You know, I'm, I, uh, I've got feelings, too. And I was like, hey, this will be fun. And then I was like, you know what? People get picked on on this a lot. And I was like, yeah, but not you. Not you. Everyone loves you is what you thought, right? In my life, it's true. Yeah. The internet isn't your life. No. I try to explain that to people all the time. You are a nice person. <laughs> but never go read the internet about yourself. Never going to do that again. I have learned. 
Your uh, home world. Right, I'm seeing something they're saying about you right now. Okay, great. I gotta go. Oh, I got okay. something to go read. See you, sweetie. Really oh, you do. really leaving? Yeah, I really, you I really stay? am. I'm not. The bit was that I was going to read the internet, but I'm, I got stuff. Okay. But I can't wait to see you guys later. Oh yeah, we're doing the meeting. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Is it going to be a good meeting or a bad meeting? It's always a good meeting with you there. Because uh, what? Don's not going to be there, is there? Don is always, always there, <sighs> except when he's not. He was very unkind to me today. Oh, I'll talk to him. Yeah, he uh, cut the L&A short. Uh, L&A show short while I was on there. He t- he pulled you the great Ron Bennington. Thanks for calling me that. No one ever does enough. Enough. That's my favorite thing to hear. <laughs> Shelby, you never say it. No. Why, like, uh, why don't you give it a try? The, the g- g- Come on, don't be g- fancy. Don't be fancy. Great Ron Benton. Did you see the uh, picture of Shelby up on the iBank today? It's very adorable. I haven't. I, yeah, haven't I, I went up earlier today when you, you posted something that I really wanted to read about. Oh, it was about Harold. And, um, oh, look Passing at around. He's beautiful. Harold passing away? Yeah, uh, about Bill Murray. I was expecting a, a little more from Bill. <laughs> it was kind of. Well, what exactly did Bill Murray say? Uh, Do you have it, Fez? Yeah, we I can grab that right here. Something. Yeah. Uh, so you are a big fan of his still? Bill? Yeah. Yeah. And Howard? Yeah. Yeah. Bill uh, released this statement. Harold Remus and I together did the National Lampoon Show off-Broadway, Meatballs, Stripes, Caddyshack, Ghostbusters, and Groundhog Day. He earned his keep on this planet. God bless him. Yeah. I mean, what would he, What more would he have said? Obviously, not much more. But I was hoping for, uh, I don't know, more. I never tell people other people how they should grieve. You know what I mean? Like, oh, no, no, no. I don't think you should tell. I just wanted to know. I just wanted to hear a funny anecdote. Well, I think the thing is that they had a falling out for a long time. Oh, right. And then they had a kind of a deathbed reunion. And to me, that's between those guys. It's just so personal. You know, particularly when you do something fantastic with you, because guys do tend to grow apart. Right. You know what I mean? But it doesn't change the way, you know, your youth was. All right. Can I tell you the latest thread that somebody just sent me? <laughs> no. It's LOL. Oh, we'll see if you do start anything with LOL. Yeah. You don't mean anything to me. Okay. But here's the thing. LOL management reads the sub. Which means you're giving them power. Fodder. You're giving them power. They're like, oh, our opinions matter. They don't. <sighs> Except that they are our bread and butter, in a way. What is your bread and butter? Well, I mean, they, I have a job because you have a show because yada, yada, yada. Can I tell you? subscribers, that. The, do you know how many hits the iBang has gotten since it started? How many? 50 million. 50 million since it started. You, there's people that are interested, excited, it's fun. You're doing great. You and the new team, doing great. I really like the iBang. Good. It's fact. All right. I got stuff. You're all good. Bye, Michelle. Feel good about yourself. I came in to say that I always love you guys. And because I get a little hard. Yeah, tell tell that to Wiki, too. Oh, well, I can't do anything with Wiki. Oh, see? She really took a pummeling, huh? She looks bad. She looks must like she have lost her fucking spirit. Kick through the barbershop window. Oh. 
I forgot. What were you talking about, Stickman, or you want to move on to the next thing? Um, I don't remember what I was talking about. How do you like having a stick today? Um, I think I've really um, fouled up the stick. Don't think I did too great of a job on it. But I had seen some other complaints about that Bill Murray comment. I thought it was a wonderful comment. Everybody has their own thing, you know? It's not us. It's not. It's really. We can feel any way we want about Howard or Ramos, but the way they feel about each other, it's way different than the way any of us could feel or guess to feel. You know? Like, let me tell you something. It sucks to lose an old friend, but sometimes it hurts even more to have an old fr- lose an old friend that you had a falling out with. You know, it's just, you know, guys have falling outs about all kinds of different things. And sometimes you just grow up and move on, whatever happens to be. To me, it just looked like a real, like a thing a guy who knows another guy would say to each other. That's between them. Like I said, there's no way for us to be right or wrong, no matter what our feelings are. And it was the day of. So who knows what's going on there? There may be something down the road, there may not be. But I think some people were taking... Stillwater is what you were talking about. Stillwater. Oh, yeah. Stillwater. Uh, Even though... <laughs> is that your favorite fictional band? I'll say yes. I'm glad you thought it over before jumping into it. The Archies are on the other line and they're crushed. I was trying to think of another fictional band as fast as I could. Kiss. Do what I did there. I took a little shot of Kiss. What about Drive Chef, Lost. Everyone forgets about those guys. <laughs> you are everyone. No, everything. I guess there's Josie and the Pussycats. Dean, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Ron. Hey, Fezzy, uh, did you say that China was going to ban all foggers? No, I didn't even come close to saying that. You weren't talking about the uh, band Stillwater Fez. You were talking about Stillwater in a restaurant. Yeah. I'm going to get you. Even though it's your stick, I'm just going to lean in like the driving instructor and just kind of move the stick over a little bit on you. That way you get you out of the Josie and the Pussycats rut. What about where you're from, Stillwater, Florida? You, That's not a place in Florida. You run your show, Fez. Um, you brought to think, up Stillwater yeah. for a reason. Yeah, that it by um, ninety bottle. Uh, uh, shit, um, ninety liters compared to five liters is what most people buy in Stillwater compared to sparkling water. Okay. So it's. And then I was thinking about it. I don't recall anyone ever buying, uh, asking for the sparkling water in a restaurant. Of course. That's because you uh, people who don't drink ask for 
uh, sparkling water all the time. Well, San Pellegrino? It's yeah. tasty. Well, bubbles. Yeah, you can have that, but if you're a cocktail drinker or a beer drinker, you don't want to sparkling water up front. You want a still water. But people who don't drink like to have a nice sparkling water. Is that because it seems more like a cocktail? It does. Seems like a little more dressy, cheery. It's a little more cheerful. And then a lot of times I just see people asking for the house water. Never, not even the bottled still water. You could be a detective. They just go for the tap. That was all I had on the stick. You're this close and you got off the stick. You're this close to fucking landing the show. So sad. No! No! You know what? He's like a guy that bowled 11 fucking frames and said, no, I can't roll anymore. Oh, Oh, boy. Well, the point was you cared enough. You tried enough. Uh, I'm excited about Sunday night. Uh, And even though I got to tell you the truth, I don't tweet. This is at least a gag writing night. That's a new thing. Like, okay, everybody's coming together. We, even though we we like these movies, we're still and we like these performers. We're still going to shit on every little. Thing well, they everyone's do. always gets a little extra gay on uh, Oscar night, and attacks the way women look. Even though they're like they look perfect. Like, hey, you can well, never dream to look that great. You know who my favorite is is the great Meryl Streep, who just doesn't give a shit what dress she wears, and kind of wears up. Like she'll show up looking like she's wearing a bridesmaid dress, and I'm like, that's fucking rocking. Uh, Chris Stanley, if you were up for the Oscars, would you wear a pair of shorts? You know, just to stand out of the crowd? Because you'd end up in every fucking magazine if you just wear shorts and a Hawaiian shirt and a belly scratch every once in a while. I would definitely do that. I, I want to make weights. What? Oh, I'm just be another dude dressing on a Louis Vuitton suit. I'm not sure if they make them. Matt and Trey came and dragged the year they were nominated. All right. See, you did have more on the stick. And tripping. They were tripping face. Although they said it was such a long night that they really stopped tripping during the show. (laughs) I just sat there and felt like that terrible hungover feeling. It's worst. Uh, All right, so if you go over to the iBang, well, not to the iBang, you just go on Twitter and you have to send it to Ron and Fez. SXM, and that's where you're going to be. Going to be retweeting for some great prizes. You should live tweet it like you normally would. Live tweet it like you normally would. Um, Charlie, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, how you doing? Good. What can we do for you? You forgot the best uh, fictional band, Eddie and the Cruisers. Dark side coming out of time is real. You're <laughs> going to know just how I feel. They they just fucking completely did the Jim Morrison story if it had happened to Bruce Springsteen. And I think, did they even do an Eddie and the Cruisers too? That was the great Beaver Brown band that laid that uh, whole scene down. 
Um, here is... Oh, Daniel, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hello. Yeah. I'm looking for a man. He goes by the name of Joe Buck. <laughs> I'm going to run him ragged. It doesn't have to be joyless. I love the Joe Buck guy. Pray with me. Pray with me right now over this turlet. He should have taken the cash. I mean, he, just whatever. How long could it have lasted? Is it Bob Balaban that's in that movie somewhere, too? Young Bob Balaban in his first role? I believe so, yeah. I'll check the IMDb. Sometimes I just get obsessed with Bob Balaban. And one of my favorite small parts uh, that he does is Close Encounters of the Third Kind. And did you see how young he looks there? He's great. And yeah, he was. Yeah, that was, that was him in Midnight Cowboy. Did Night someone Night. tell you to come to this place? Him and Bill Murray were the best part of that Monuments Men, too. I didn't say it. Did you like it? Eh, it was okay, but I mean, they should have just made him and Murray. Like, they all kind of partnered up in it, and yeah. he was partnered with him going all over Europe. That shouldn't have been the whole movie. If they were I, hilarious. I want to point out that if you're a comic and you get retweeted, we're not giving you a prize just for the Ron and Fez listeners. Um, Don, you're on the Ron and Fez show. Donnie? You say Tom? I'm going to call you Tommy. Go ahead. Tommy. Hey. Tommy. <laughs> See me. What can we do for you, Tom? Steel Dragon is the best fictional band ever. You know, the thing about Steel Dragon is the first guy was gay. Yeah, 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 yeah. If you guys keep coming, we'll keep rocking. And at the end of the movie, I'm going to get into grunge. Brad Kennedy, you're on the Ron Fez show. Buddy, 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 buddy. Yeah. Spinal Tap, best band ever. The great Spinal Tap. Perhaps the greatest of all fictional bands. All because Fez was coming up with still water versus carbonated water. And then you put that funny spit on it that had us all fucked. Oh, you want early? This isn't even Spinal Tap. Oh, yeah, this, this is the precursor. Oh, maybe you don't. Do I have to come right back out and tell you everything? Give me some money. Favorite of all the the taps? Oh, guest. He's he's my favorite by far. I'm nobody's fool. This is lead fucking vocals though. I'm nobody's clown. I'm treating you cool. I'm putting you down. 
Chris Stanley goes for the oddest thing to represent, Spinal Tap. Were they the Tensmen back here? Yeah, that, that, that was the, the Tensmen. Matt, you're on the Ron Fez yeah. Show. How you doing? Yeah. Yeah, I want to say that DVDA is probably the best band out there for fictional. Here's Dan in Cleveland. You're on the Run of Fez show. My favorite fictional band ever, the Five Heartbeats. Uh, here's Grant in Philly. Citizen Dick, Matt Dillon, frontman, Eddie Vedder on drums. Great. Uh, 866-RUN-ZERO-FEZ. Uh, let's go over here to... Hey, Red, you're on the Run of Fez show. I got it too wet, but I got to give an honorable mention to uh, my main man, Dirk Diggler and Seth Rockwell. Let's see if we can find that very, very quickly. Some Dirk Diggler from his solo project. Yeah, I was born ready, Nick. Let's go, man. Dirk Diggler demo. Vocals up. You got the touch. Take seven. Excuse me, Rick. Trying to run the board with him. And Yonkers, you're on the Ronnie Fez show. Ronnie B and the boys. Yeah. Gotta go with the Saggy Bottom Boys. Them Saggy Bottom Boys, you give them $5 to sing in a can. Uh, that's pronounced the wonders. <laughs> the wonders. Thanks, Ronnie. I'm out. You doing that thing we do, breaking my. 
Jim, you're on the Run Fed Show. Jim. Hey, Ron. Hey, uh, Orange Whip. Orange Whip. I got to go with the Blues Brothers. Blues Brothers are a real goddamn band, my friend. If it was up to me, they'd be in the Hall of Fame right now. Just to say goodbye. The great Blues Brothers band. You know, uh, losing Harold Ramis also brings back losing Michael Donahue, losing Gilda Radner, losing, of course, John Belushi. Don't want to see that whole generation of that great comedy disappear. Stanley, thank you very much, my man. Thank you. The great one. Shelby, way to be a good sport with your picture. What, what? Yeah, a lot of people love you. Buzz Watley had to stick until the last 10 minutes. Loving it. See you guys back in here tomorrow. Who's stopping by tomorrow, Chris? Give me a funny man. Gary Goldman. Oh, nice. Please, sir, hold, squeeze, and please that person. Give them all your love. Signify your feelings with every gentle caress. Because it's so important to have that special somebody to hold, kiss, miss, squeeze, and please. See you here tomorrow. If we got Gary Goldman, we'll talk some true detective. He was a little it. obsessed with it. He loves it. Who don't? He's got to figure out who the piss king is. That's the end of my show.
You know what you've been doing? You've been listening to The Ron and Fez Show. It's now over, but don't worry. You can listen again and again on Sirius.com slash On Demand. This show was brought to you by Afro and Friends. You can get other high-quality Opie and Anthony-related audio from the website afroandfriends.blogspot.com.